welcome back. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Wait, wait, let's stop the show. Wait, wait, stop the show. Stop we the show. How did that poll work out last week? Oh, the poll about whether we should keep watching The Walking Dead. I, I, we didn't actually put the poll out yet, but I think I think it's do we torture Joe with The Walking Dead or not. But we're back tonight with episode seven of season nine called Stradivarius, which by the name alone is way more interesting than the entire episode was. And this was the first episode directed by Michael uh, Cutlass. Abraham and I wish this episode was the supreme. I wish this episode was as exciting as any any form of his dialogue in any episode. But welcome back everybody to the to to this episode of the Walking Dead's recap and review. I'm not alone as you saw Joe Dirty Locks is here with me tonight and this is an exciting evening on the on the Phil's recap and review if you're listening to the podcast or watching this live this is the last official podcast in this studio and we've talked about a lot of great episodes over the time Walking Dead episodes Game of Thrones we talked about Hard Home in this episode we talked about the episode where Carol killed all those freaking assholes we talked about the Terminus stuff in this very room Joe we talked about a lot of great stuff and tonight for the final episode we talked we'll talk about this this boring turd of an episode of The Walking Dead I'm sorry I know some people might be feeling these new characters and they may pan out to do some good stuff some of them I'm not I'm not none of the okay the new character shit doesn't upset me like it's not like it's not their fault. Job. Yeah, it's not those or, characters' fault, Joe. It's, the, it's our main characters are all walking around like brooding little fucking. Everybody babies. is though. Even our new characters are. It's a little bit too much explaining to us things that are happening instead of showing us things that are happening. Yeah. I think that the whisper thing might end up being cool. Opie is great, and I mean Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Ryan Hurst, who's going to be added on to the show as a member of the Whispers. So I'm excited to see next season Opie in. He's always a good actor. He was good on Bates Motel when he showed up too. He brings a lot of gravitas to a role. So I would like, I, I'm eager to see him in the role. But right now we're at this midpoint where they're introducing all these new characters and this new storyline. Our old characters seem like dead weight that are ho- holding the story back because it's now we're in the Scrubs pre. Uh, sequel series. We're in season 10 of Scrubs, where we have the new cast, the new crew, and all that, and we're learning about them. Some of them are interesting. Some of them are James Franco's brother. Some of them are really stupid. But who cares? One way or another, these are our new characters, and they're going to be our main characters. And the Daryl and Carol stuff, as much as I enjoy it, we... I'm not buying because they only took one goddamn episode, Joe. One goddamn episode that, to have this time jump happen. It makes it seem like it's it's just, oh, I haven't seen you in a million years, even though I saw you last episode. And they're explaining to us this six-year gap. And Chris Hardwick, and I, we often talk about The Talking Dead, started off his show today as I hear the beginning of his show. Oh, we found out more information in that six-year gap. Great. I want to be told more of that information about the six-year gap instead of seeing the gap. I like looking at gaps, Joe. I want to see what happens inside the gap. Put me inside the fucking gap. Like but, like Rick Rick goes away and everything falls. The communities aren't talking to each other anymore. Can we like, see some of that for fuck's sake? How many times do we have to be told bullshit? Wait, Maggie and Michonne aren't talking right now. That that was happening. Oh, we we, we heard where Maggie went. She went off somewhere with some person to do yeah, something. That's how they did it. That's how they got rid of Maggie. They just she's off the show. We just Maggie left. Took her kid. Take care of the fucking gap. But Joe, 
We may have a gap here, but we don't have a gap with the live motherfucking chat. Great to see the chat. We got Killmonger, Chalk, Tim Gersh, Tom himself, Jason Voorhees. Joe could direct this episode better than Abraham could. Uh, Killmonger. We had some awesome people in the early show, too. We have L. Uh, we have Artari Dad. I saw K Rich in there earlier. RDO Purchasing, who has been watching us since the Game of Thrones stuff and is eagerly excited as we've got some Game of Thrones news that Joe and I will talk about at the end of this podcast to finish off this podcast, right? But this episode, unlike last week's episode, you, were, you weren't here last week, Joe. Last week's episode, I had similar problems with the way that they're just there doing was way too much ex good exposition. Moment, and even that sucked. But, but last week's episode, I could explain that it was needed. We really needed to set the stage for what these new scenes were to be, these new, this new direction that the show was going. But in this episode, it was almost another episode of that. It was a long, drawn-out, uh, K-Rich said it, a long, drawn-out epilogue for the final two episodes because they can't get into the storyline from next season yet. They can't, they can't force it because you need to end on a mid-season finale, which is next fucking week is the mid-season finale, which we're not going to be doing in the normal way. I'll be doing from my phone right after I watch the episode from my living room. Like, hey, I just watched the episode. This is what I think of it. But next week's our mid-season finale. These couple of episodes had to happen because they had to figure it out. They couldn't have figured out a way to just stretch out Andrew Lincoln for eight episodes instead of five and just made the last episode of this half a season Rick disappearing. That would have been dumb. That would have been even worse. Tell me why, Joe. Why would it be even fucking worse? Okay, I think that would have been even worse because it, everybody was... I don't know, either I lost Joe or... Or we've lost we've lost signal completely. He's, expecting oh, he's back. Sitting in your room and you're not allowed to open it. That like you you can know what it is, but you can't have it to your birthday. Okay, fair. I mean, we we probably be be into the whole mess with the Negan Bat situation again. But okay, yeah, so, it's just. I mean, you were excited, more excited than me about seeing some of these new characters. And I mentioned this before. Maybe I'm just a pee party waiting to happen. Maybe they can't please me. But. I'm sorry. This episode was boring as shit. It was. It was. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with that. And it's not that I, I'm. Com that anything is compelling because of these new characters. I kind of expected all the uh, the exposition talk instead of being shown through film. Like they're gonna tell us everything that happened over the last six years. You know, slowly. Uh, and very gonna, slowly. The, and they're going to introduce these characters and their personalities one at a time through little interactions. And I, I really expected it to be, to be slow. Um, and just, I, I don't understand still how they, there was a scene in oh. the idiot fucking decisions that are constantly made by our characters throughout. And what I don't get and what I hate is the, the I don't know how to the castration the the destruction of any danger that the walkers face in any way shape or form I've been railing about this for a while and I, guess, I guess we're past this but this there was a scene in this episode where Daryl and Henry or Henry's sneaking out in the woods looking around for Daryl and he finds Daryl and the walker shows up and they're kind of paused there for a second and he sees the walker and it's like a scare that you get in the Disney haunted house where it's just like ah there's a there's a walker here and then Daryl walks out and just kind of casually walks around while the walker just sits there and looks at them for a few seconds and doesn't come uh, at them. I mean, maybe he was in a trap. 
I, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe the they were, maybe he was in a trap, so he yeah. was in no danger of moving at any point in time. And Daryl yeah, knew he was, was in a trap. Okay, I'm I'm dumb then. But either way, it looked really silly and kind of haunted housey. And I found a little bit of this episode, and at times with our new crew, which I agree with you. I don't hate all the actors that are playing the new crew. I kind of generally like all of them. And when they went into their little sand snake moment, where they each had a little power and an ability, and they each had a each had a toy, and they you know like I'm on bow staff, I'm on slingshot. I'm on knives. Slingshot's a great weapon, but is it going to really do enough damage? That's what I was thinking. Does it do enough damage? Are you using adamantium or something to go through that? But whatever. I can accept all that. tissue, sure. All of that, though, is the cheese level of The Walking Dead that I happily accept if you give me a lot of that. But what I don't like that these episodes continue to do, it's the way that they're phrasing them, the way that they're putting them together, where... Almost every episode this season in this in the new Kang era of The Walking Dead goes the same way. We have this this really weird intro that kind of which I love the intro of this episode. This Rosita intro that we got the like the quick. It was probably my favorite shaky cam in a while. Where they it was so shaky. Where they just made me feel uncomfortable. It was two seconds and then it was done. And yeah, no, Katie, Katie and I looked at each other and I was like, what is this? The Ring? Blair Witch? What is that? It was like, kind of Blair Witchy. The look like they're crawling out of the TV like The Ring. I love Phil and Joe shitting on the show. This is Killmonger. Let's go with Atari Dad. Steel ball bearings do a shit ton of damage to a human body. Okay, so if you're shooting steel, steel ball bearings out of the slingshots and stuff like that. That could that could do a lot of damage. I so I accept all that, oh, I, and I I guess I don't mean to shit on that. You run, scene. Out, of, you run out of steel steel ball bearings pretty fucking quick. Who's making you steel steel ball bearings? Did you find out like? Do you have a backpack filled with just? <laughs> they found of a them ball bearing. Like like even bullet like bullets run out fucking. Quick. Joe, like, they, they found a ball bearings uh, warehouse. In the right, middle. like. Like the, the, at some point they're not using ball bearings anymore. They're using rocks, maybe screws or little pieces of metal or whatever they can pick up and fit in Ch- the sling. But whether or not it's going to have enough power to break through skull is yeah, crack skull, sure. Ch- Chalkboy wants to add that the walkers have thin fuck you up me the, up for sure. The walkers have thin skulls because of the tooth decay or because of the decay. And Rosita is hot. Piece of camp counselor Bates says James before he's yeah yeah they are a bit harder skulls to recover. Don't skulls don't really get like thinner. Gooey, gooey. Do they get <laughs> bone gooey? stays pretty hard. Gooey. Uh, Tom says people hate it on the show and it makes me want to like it more. I, I guess what I want to say though is that all that being said, that being said, I actually kind of enjoyed that scene it was cheesy it was kitschy the worst part about it was michonne and sadiq just sitting there watching them like they're watching again like april o'neill watching the ninja turtles for a second like here they go they go to action i found it comic booky i found it cartoony and i found it all right if the walking dead wants to give me that kind of cheese and be consistent with it i'm fine with that being the walking dead that's what felt like a spin-off to me i'm like okay i'd watch this show this is kind of entertaining it's fun watch this crew that has a little life to it and then we see all of our old characters that are just sitting there like yep brooding whoa like carol and, and the king are the most upbeat of them all Maybe yeah carol's but... carol's up i still love carol i i generally <sighs> I, I his, you loved your last week. You wrote me. You wrote me a text. We didn't do it. What did Joe think? I, listen, you said you to tell the people what you like. Carol has her moments. I like it when Carol has her moments, like the terminus moment. Like this was good, but like it's not about her moment. It's about the producers fucking up what could be really great. Because I, I know I look at things 
far too much with far too critical of an eye. Just why can't I enjoy it? Why can't I enjoy it? Because how much gasoline are you fucking pouring on these people? Do you know what gasoline fucking smells like? Like, how many of them aren't smelling any of the gas? They're just sleeping through it. Her walking around, pouring gasoline all over everybody. Like, I just... It's just weird that they want you to suspend so much disbelief in the things that you like yeah okay we're already suspending disbelief zombies are walking around i get it right i'm watching the zombie show <clears throat> but like uh cars still don't fucking fly people still don't shoot lasers out of their fucking eyes some things in the universe just are i can suspend enough enough belief to say a virus is reanimating corpse to eat people okay yeah. but like if if the dodge charger that's like half burned out sitting in front of the burned out building turned into a fucking robot and flew away i'd say this isn't the fucking walking dead anymore this isn't even Joe, reality it, based anymore it simply comes down to when you break rules that you set up in your own world if suddenly on 902 and 0 luke perry pulls out a lightsaber and cuts brandon in half for stealing kelly taylor from him you call bullshit on that because it doesn't happen in that world if it ha if that happens on the the mandalorian starring uh starring the red viper pretty soon it's probably be more accurate or something so it's it's the show needs to be what a show is and the walking dead has gone has set up certain things early on and then broken those rules in like just they're sleeping out in the middle of a fucking alley right they're sleeping in the fucking alley and nobody's on watch or if they were okay we'll assume carol killed them but like no defense is set up no can strings no not like just nothing that she has to get by or or you know like no and we cut we got a couple of questions from the live chat about, about all of this tom says how come king ezekiel lets his girl go play, spend the night with her dirty boyfriend by the way is king ezekiel still alive yes ezekiel is still alive and he trusts his woman and atari dad says i was wondering if maybe the gasoline was that ethanol gas eugene was right. making ethanol is also flammable and doesn't quite smell as much and then by the smell French fries, is that that new green gas that they use in them converted diesels? Yeah, Wendy's is giving away free fries or $1 fries. I agree with El Noir right there. Uh, she what, got a good point there. What, what was the comment? Carol has the, first, has the most character development on the show. She did. Like when you think of her from beginning to from her start to now, she has gone through the most evolutionary progress yes. of any character on the show. And but but they don't just keep moving her forward. She's moving forward one minute and she's regressing. No, we, we've talked about this before. We, she, right. The whole she, season last year. She, right? she, Paul Abdul song. She's a few steps forward, a few steps back and, right. and back and forth, back and forth because they make her too powerful, too awesome. So they have to dial it back. They have to nerf her. They're Peter Petrelli, her ass all over and the place. I agree. They completely took away. Michonne has no personality. She's what like is the, Michonne right she's now? She's like the male Daryl. Dude, no personality. from Daryl from a few seasons ago, that like Daryl is more is more interesting now because they have him talking more now. But Michonne now, like I don't know what I, it's poor Michonne because they they tried they don't to, know what to do with her. They don't know what to do with her. The whole time they have no clue what to do with her. And her her and Rick didn't have chemistry. I think she works the best when she's on her own. But they took they took this woman right. They introduced her to be a super fucking badass and in the book she's not just a badass she's like she's like a she is a badass there's more to her in the book. yeah she's it's very... it's an overused term but it's a, let's just let's just call her a badass so in this in this she uh 
they they took this character they were like we're going to introduce this badass character she's got zombie pets chained up she's got a fucking samurai sword this cloak and then they completely were like all right now uh well i guess we're gonna have her wander into prison so they lock her up and they completely from that point on she's nerfed she has a, a shining we get to see okay yeah she is a badass look at the way she took care of the fucking governor stabbed him right in the fucking eye right awesome awesome but then boom flat nerfed in all the action scenes like uh it's like it's it's like she does a swing and a pose yeah. every fucking yeah it... time. and then a pause yeah there's there's like, some... that's doing something that's not doing anything michonne when you pause after your swing like that you're just posing for the fucking camera and i want to make it you're, a... you're not moving to the next zombie you're not protecting yourself against the 30 other fucking saviors trying to kill you you're posing for the people look i got a sword it's it's fucking ridiculous it's a slam dunk it's called posterization there uh that they do in basketball when you hang on the rim for a second when you're jump into the guy Wait, just so that you can... makes the slam dunk worth more than two yep, points exactly it does it does Joe. it does i could never forget there was this guy that uh that wanted to get a triple double and he like missed a shot to get a rebound the short score to get the triple double and stuff uh, on, a, on a fast break he like purposely missed the shot and stuff oh that was beautiful okay so uh Let's read a couple more comments before we proceed. Ranch says gas would make me wake up if I was sleeping on pavement. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 just gas fumes, like not even gasoline, which they add extra bad smell to, but gas fumes alone, like, like it just, it's gonna wake you up. It's, it's inherent in you to wake up when your body detects shit that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> you not slowly wake up, but wake up fast in the middle of the night when you hear a big thud. You you wake up, you jump up. You don't just go, oh. Yeah, when I when I hear that? when I hear uh. something little, I wake up. I'm a, I'm a really light sleeper. Right? And if I hear the anything little, with smells, you smell something bad or or good. You sleeping. smell you smell bacon yeah, in the morning. Up, right up up. I'm fucking up, dude. <laughs> Fuck that up. shit. What what yeah. what's going on? Yeah, up like a twelve year old boy. Before school, up. Yep. What was that? Bang. I'm ready to hey, go. Hey, what's up? Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. I'm like, look at 12 year old. Oh, what, what, what you talking about? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Okay. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm just making sure. Joe, we've been doing go. this a while. I'm just making sure we're on the same page here. 1998 champion. That is um, so true. <laughs> that is so. That's course. That's what we mean. That is so true, Joe. No one woke up. It's the same old. Uh, when it comes down to The Walking Dead. Chalk says, I think if Carol just got killed, the saviors, it. Or, just had killed the saviors, it would have been okay. All the characters want to do is Negan monologue. Negan right. she gotta she gotta burn them alive. She gotta burn them alive, really. She couldn't just walk up and stab them all in the fucking face as they slept. Sliced each one of their fucking throats. You slice three throats, and as they're gargling on their fucking blood, and the last one wakes up, you're gonna get that same like, oh, just let me go. I'm I'm a pussy speech from him. And you say no, and you walk up and you stab him because you know he's a fucking pussy. And at that point, he's watching all his friends bleed out, and he ain't going to have the balls to fucking actually do anything. He's going to be shaking in his boots just like he was every time Negan bashed a brain out in front of him. Knife to the like, back. Are you kidding me? Knife we... to the back of the fucking head. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Season, uh, 
one shit, motherfucker. I know. We're going old school there, Joe. Uh, I think if Car- uh, Negan and the Whispers teaming up would be good TV. Carol has the mo- Oh, we already read that one like that. Uh, Kelly was way harder, but I'd still tap Brenda. B- Dylan and Brenda forever, says Lynetta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> still so, no matter what. Uh, Yum they Bacon says, they went with you, Phil. RDO. I wake up with the power goes up. Bernie is great to see Bernie in the live motherfucking chat. I've been saying this for years. Michonne's fighting stances and striking a pose. Strike a pose. Yeah, it is. It's exactly what it is. Like, like here's the thing. The, I, like, I don't remember <laughs> Cable? the episode when we see Cable guy. Sword. But from was it her sword originally? Did she take it off her own mantle? Did she have training previous to the to all this? Or wasn't she just like a legal aid or a, a lawyer or some shit? Yeah. So let's but, assume she was a samurai. But she was, re- but okay, she was educated. She could have taken fencing or something like that. Fencing is not. I know, I know, but let, but let's 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 fucking samurai sword. <laughs> Maybe she worked at King Richard's up. fair. Maybe she worked at King Richard's fair and handled a broadsword or something. Like, yeah, just not the same fucking thing. So like, <laughs> and if not, then she found the fucking sword. She has no fucking training. And what the fuck is she doing with all this fucking posing ninja shit then? So like, either way, she read it in a book, Joe. Fucking. She saw it in a fucking movie. She, yeah, she right? she watched Tom Cruise in the uh, Last Samurai. So she's like, Jesus Christ! Like uh, this is Michonne. How'd you learn how to fight with the sword? Well, I uh, I found a just DVD. With the pointy end I found a yourself. I found a DVD copy of Last Samurai, and I studied Tom Cruise. That's a, honestly, it's it's like every time I she doesn't. They, it's or they they said okay we got you this guy to work with he's gonna train you and like she started to do the moves maybe like, she met yeah, the cheese maker too it. joe maybe she met the cheese morgan's cheese maker and we just didn't see that yet that's a i don't know it's just very that's a flashback episode yet to come i think joe i think joe's treading on a flashback episode yet to come joe was shitting on uh season seven episode six of game of thrones we got the westerosi which one was that yeah killmonger uh, we get... I, I know I should on at least one episode of Game of Thrones last oh, we'll, year. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Westerosi Ninja, just like Leia, had no training, but she flew through space in the four, in the uh, Last Jedi. Uh, she watched tutorials on YouTube, says Bernie. If you think Daryl needs a shower, you should look at this mega chick. Hey, we got Callie Callie in the live motherfucking chat. Uh, Chalkboy says she found the sword at the neighbor's house. Apparently, they killed her dog with it. Michonne is a Mary Sue, says uh, Jason. Or was that Jason? Yep, Jason. Uh, let's scroll back up in the live chat. A yum yum bacon. Atari Dad says after that slam dunk comment, I'm thinking about Jim Carrey in Cable Guy. And did someone ask in this episode, how'd you get your scars? Do we have a Dark Knight reference where someone goes, how'd you get your scars? I, I'm pretty sure we did that. And the only way we're going to find that information out, Joe, is if we get into our, oh no, here we go. What's up? Recap! <laughs> Oh, I get you. I get the recap. I get the recap. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we gotta get Joe music here. Okay, Joe. Joe's gonna. Joe's gonna do our re- our quick recap here. So. Star number one, bruise. New guy, please. Star number two, bruise. New guy number two, please. Star number three, bruise. There you go. Episode of Daryl makes a new little friend. Woof 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 woof. Darryl- Carol nearly kills a dog woof, woof. To, make her, to make her son have woof, a new woof, 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 Let me ask you that question, Phil. Do you think Carol tied that dog up? Oh, you, you think you think ta- you think Carol hates Carol, animals? Carol specifically knew those those ground traps were there. She specifically knew the snares were there as well, right? Because they went and they got the bunny rabbit. Hmm. 
So, had the dog get two ropes around its neck so it couldn't get closer to either hole or to, to the snare, right? It, how did that happen? Two ropes around its neck, just out of reach, so it can't, so it's stuck in the middle of that area. Hmm. So you that think Katie's like, Katie thinks it was Carol. Ka Katie, Katie didn't think she, it was Carol. Katie suggested that it might be, and I'm going to say, I think she might be right about that. I think, and then you see that fucking little sly smile, not just because mm -hmm. she saw them getting, getting all fucking bro buddies and fucking. So uh, Carol like set her, the situation. Carol hates dogs as well as small kids. Is, that, is this what the uh, takeaway from this? Carol just, Carol just. Is she liked, playing a bigger game or is Carol really, we're going to find out later in the season has gone completely Carol's nuts. Carol's a fucking Varlon, man. Has Carol listened to, <laughs> has Carol listened to one. Nobody knows what we're talking about. No, Chad, no one does. It, part about it. Has someone will know what you're talking about, Joe? <laughs> Phil has no. Idea. I have no clue, zero clue. Does is Carol hearing voices here? Is Carol really secretly lost her marbles? And we're gonna find out down Carol, the road. Here's the thing, I think, with the exception of what they did to her, uh, was it a season and a half ago where she just like all of a sudden is like, I'm not playing with you guys anymore, and walks off and like goes and camps out outside the kingdom <clears throat> and wants to play with them instead, like. With the exception of that whole season, I think Carol is the, like we said earlier, the most dynamic character. She's the smartest character. She's the toughest character. She's probably somehow, somehow has the most skill, uh, all around skill, as where it be politics, where it be uh, 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 stealthiness, where it be she's the uh, yeah she's killing killer instinct whatever like if we're if is... we're if we're playing a big game of D and D she would have the most wide range st statistical rating she can do right, she's Gandalf yeah especially she's now Gandalf. especially now with the hair she, she's she's totally Gandalf like you want to put it in that in, in that respect she's Gandalf and I guess like you know at this point like Daryl's maybe uh the ranger there uh, the king. <laughs> Aragon and everybody else is yeah Aragon and everybody else is like just you know a, a hobbit or a dwarf <laughs> I guess Michonne is the elf oh we got we got another bowman chick we got the uh the new chick who's got a bow and oh my gosh knocked down a whole fucking hot with <laughs> who's in it Aragon just stick in the wood no it took the whole leg out fucking knocked it down nice forgot find that too like like i'll just trap them all underneath that i know that that leg will come out for gondor so so, the, for gondor. <laughs> so we start out with rosita and she's hearing whispers and it's a fun angle from her behind i mean wait i mean i i you know what i mean and then she wants okay oh, yeah, yeah. oh no she wants some water the camera's making her sick as it's making us it's an interesting choice of angles that makes me want to pass out as the theme comes up and we're here. And uh, did you like the, we talked about this a little bit before, did you like this intro generally? I didn't dislike it. Like again, it reminded me a lot of uh, of The Ring, the, just the way the walkers were, all their hair perfectly combed down in front of their face. Like it just reminded me of that and, uh, and, and Katie too, like it just, it oh. was good. It wasn't bad. I don't like that. Uh, oh, I just left Eugene back at a, a bar. Yeah, yeah. It's... Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you stay with him? Like, if it was safe for him to stay there, or are you trying to draw them away? What was going on? Why is she so tired? Why is she all beat up? 
How did she get like all these marks? All she tripping all over the fucking place without lugging Eugene around. She should be able to walk pretty fucking quickly away from the walkers. Do you no idea where she is? Okay, she's off the map a little bit, but you head fucking south and you're gonna know where you are. You have a big fucking range. You've been living in this area now for six fucking years, hunting, fucking traveling from community to community, scavenging. Like, there's no reason why with just like. You know, a two-hour run south or whatever, like around the around the corner, like everybody should be fit. Why is Eugene still fat? <laughs> I love how Daryl's Daryl. It's a better question. Why does Daryl still look plumpy when he hasn't been eating and he's Why been feeding it, the dog? And he, he hasn't he hasn't brushed his hair in fucking how long? He he needs a haircut all of a sudden. He has, he's been alone in the woods for six years. His hair hasn't grown any. It hasn't. It grew. It, it grew a little bit. It, it grew. It. It's a bad wig. It's a bad wig off, as someone said in the live <laughs> chat. It's a, it's a fucking bad. Wig. So, do you generally like as we get in this opening scene? Have you enjoyed what little we've got of the whispers so far, and how they've been depicted within the 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 wind of the of hearing their voices, at least at the end of the episode into the beginning of this episode? I, I think uh, okay, it's very TV tropey, right? They've now teased the same exact fucking thing. Oh, they're gonna tease it all the way tomorrow too. Next week, like, next week's gonna be a big fucking tease fest as well. Like right from right from three weeks. Over the next three episodes, Rick Grimes is last, or when Rick Grimes dies, like the next three episode preview, when we got like that first little whisper, like we've seen that scene God knows how many fucking times. Yeah, it was in the trailer too for the season, the it, one where they cover themselves right. in mud. That it, that's been our big takeaway, and we see the beginning part of this episode, which it's where we're just kind of retreading that as well. Exactly, uh, and and that and that makes it that that takes everything away from me, and then to revisit it at the very end of the episode like you did last episode of the episode before when they last episode it's like again like you just used that you just used that device in the very last episode you had him fucking fall in the mud and you're like and then you use it again in the very next episode do you know who whispered better? Jason Voorhees, who says uh, in the live of the fucking chat, who, uh, who I missed Jason's comment. He said it was really bad camera work. And uh, here's the thing. How many F-bombs can Joe say in this rant? And I read that AMC in Gimple and Kirkman and Kang are taking are thinking about recasting Rick Grimes for the movie. Holy shit. Oh, hey, Trevor. How do you recast cast Rick Grimes? Care Hugh Jackman? Uh, no, no, you don't do it. Hey, Trev, it took Dar Darabon six months to write and shoot the whole first season on The Walking Dead. And AMC's each episode takes one week to shoot. So why would it take... Kirkman and Kang in that dude's an Gimple. artist. That dude's an artist. The, so long that, to do a movie. That dude is uh he is to horror what like Da Vinci is, right? To like just painting. Kirkman? Like, the guy no uh Frank Darabont. Oh Frank Darabont, yeah. <laughs> like Kirkman. this guy this guy he had more than just he wanted to do the comics. He wanted to do those books. That was his vision. He read those books and he was like, this is the story I want to tell on screen. And he kind of was for his hand was forced to change a lot of aspects of the show. Um, but what he made, and even if you watch the quality of the film work of the shoot of how it's put together, you definitely see a big difference in the production in the value of the 
of the product coming to us at the at the end of it all. Shawshank, the dude, is the Sha- same. Like the directing, mostly the same. The writing, very different. The production, very all, different. Yeah, all you gotta do is say Shawshank, dude. Shawshank, dude. Yeah, dude, the, he's he's on a different level than what AMC has hired to fulfill the rest of this show. Those first season, two seasons, uh, this guy, or season, I don't know. Uh, this guy was making something. Season. He was making film for television. Yeah, and we were we were lucky. To, we were lucky. We were lucky to get in. It's too bad we didn't get more. Of it. So we come back Correct. in. Carol and Henry is. They're saying, "Be careful! There's traps everywhere." They look around. They see Daryl's camp, and it's shit. She asks if he fixed the boat, and there's silence. He has a dog. Good dog. Oh, feed the dog. So we go to Car- We go to uh, Magna and her whole group and Michonne and. God, what? Why didn't they stay in Alexandria? This is where we get a little conversation with Sadiq and Michonne, where Michonne explains why she didn't let them stay in Alexandria, and it's just all vague bullshit to me. And it was just hard for me to be really invested in this. But it, what do you know? What makes it difficult? Because again, it's not about these new characters, not about not liking them. It's the forced bullshit get this stuff done in one episode we all know that whatever thing is going to make all of these guys be general friends and they're going to be connected with our group now all of this is just useless foreplay bullshit like the first seat first couple of episodes of voyager that they're just like oh how are we going to get along on this ship and then the next episode chakotay and janeway are sipping tea i mean there's going to point in time Magna and, and fucking Michonne are going to be friends or Michonne's going to die. And, yeah, and it's, so it's just all much to do about nothing. It's it's just wasting time because they can't start the storyline because they're forced to do these certain episodes and they have to do a mid-season finale and it sucks. And I feel the same way about this other small storyline going on about the Hilltop and Alexandria. Michonne and Alexandria aren't getting along since the Rick. Rick, uh, over the last six years, something happened. There was a fallout, and then Maggie just left. And so nobody from fucking Alexandria was like, "Oh, well, the bitch who didn't like them in the fucking first place that cut them off. Those two girls, they're they're not ladies, women. They're not fighting anymore." Like Maggie just grabbed her kid and was like, "Jesus, run shit! I'll be back. I don't know." Yeah, and left. Yeah, well, and like, okay. In uh, Ma- send someone to Alexandria and let's get this show on the fucking road. Let's in fulfill this, the fucking Rick dream. In this fucking show, Maggie's been on the show since what? Season two? And they can't give her a farewell other than a sideline about how she's gone to some. She'll be back. She'll be back next episode, I think. No, she's what? not coming back. She's done. No, no, no. Uh, I, she's. She's, she's done. done with the series. She's done with the series. She is done. But that wasn't her last episode. That's going to be her last episode. I don't think we're going to see so, her. So now. the Rick episode was her last episode too. Yes. Yes. No. That is exactly no. what I'm saying. No. She no. may come two no. seasons down the road. Okay. Here we go. This is the situation. I don't think she comes back until maybe a few seasons down the road if Rick comes back or she shows up in a movie at all. Mid-season she, finale, she dies. We do not see Maggie for at least a season, Joe. Maggie's gone. No, I think I, they, I don't they, they, that's, they brushed that. Maggie under the, they fucking did Maggie dirty. She was a fucking main character. One of my favorite characters when they got her right, they basically just yada yada Maggie. They yada fucking yada Maggie. No, they did. They had to tell too many other small things. They had to give Negan 25 minutes of fucking monologue time. Which took away anything they could have done more you, with some of our other characters. Do you know what they, they did? They forced Negan on everybody. They nerfed. Daryl, they nerfed fucking uh, Eric. Is that his name? The, the guy that lost his arm. Oh they, no, Aaron. Aaron. Eric. Eric was they, his boyfriend. Aaron. 
Aaron, right? They nerfed fucking uh, 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 Maggie. They nerfed them all. They had to give him far less screen time because of this fucking uh, <laughs> bullshit between Negan and Rick. They made they made that whole season about them talking shit to each other. It was fucking awful. It really was. And but I don't see why they would just say, "Okay, Maggie, you want out." We're going to make all this big deal about Rick getting out, but you, we're just going to, you're not getting anything. No screen time past episode five. No. No, they, gone, had, gone. they had, they had her running down a hallway somewhere and being like, Rick, you go over there. You go over there. But and time she, jump done. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no. She's she done. went away. They're going to talk her off. I think she'll, this is her last season, but that's not how. Oh, she's not she's, coming back after this. She's season. done, dude. No, no, they, 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 they fucked either, her. They, they kill her in the back half, or they're gonna kill her right before we go away. Dude, no, they just yada yadded her, and that's it. We're never gonna hear from Maggie again. No, they, no, they do you know how bad it was, is. Joe? It was so bad that they, they did that thing in a television show that it could be a trope. It could be on our second trope list where two characters are about to talk about something, and then some action interrupts. It's where's Maggie? What happened to Maggie? And then. Wait a second, before you get the answer, some walkers showed up and we need to get some action there. I thought they were just going to skip it. But no, they do, they do what they did with Worf, having him show up in Next Generation movies. Worf, how'd you get here from Deep Space Nine? Well, Captain, I was at a Zibbity Zuda fest and I had to take a, a hoobie hub and take a break a on the Enterprise. From, yeah. you know, or, or some shit. Yeah. And then they put it in. Routed. Yeah, and they put it in Deep Space Nine, too, where. Where it's like, yeah, Worf, where were you? I was at a Batleft tournament in zippity Duda, zippity yay Galaxy. I can't do techno. She'll be back. back. She'll be back. She's not back, Joe. It, that's it. They fucked no. Maggie. They they no. fucked no, no, Maggie no, no, fans. No, 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 no. Yep. No, they no, fucked no. Maggie worse than Batman. So, so, so this is what they did. It's this is done. what they did. You're saying like when the prison fell, the episode that's prison <laughs> fell, right? There's our two little girls that that Carol flowers, right? Yeah, one girl. They only she only flowered one. The the other girl killed the other girl, didn't she? Okay, but there there there's our two little girls. They're carrying Judith the baby along with a little boy. Dun, dun, and then we come dun, back dun, in the very next episode, and the little boy is never dun, talked dun, about, dun, dun, never heard dun, from, never seen again. Oh, because this show Go does, on. Joe. Because this show never does shit like that. This, this show. So that's the way they treated Maggie. Yeah, that's yeah, the way yes. you say they treated yes. Maggie. Just like yes. five years later, <laughs> you're they, only ever gonna hear her name. They heathed Maggie. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, they did it to Heath. Too. They did it to Heath too. They just he, get in a car and yeah. gone. He's in twenty four. No. Maggie right? went to go do a walk. Mark Maggie skipped off to the Mark Wahlberg village because she's off it's to do a just to Heath though. Because Heath, Heath, we got to say goodbye to. He got to kiss Tara goodbye. Yeah, at least no, no. To Maggie, we get no goodbye. At least we met her kid that she took with her before some strangers we met. But Glenn, uh, she's back. She'll be back. I I, I don't want to say for sure next episode. But I got. We're gonna see her again, because they are gonna make a. There is gonna be a surprise, Maggie. Death. Atari it might even be the very episode she comes back, because they gotta get this right. Atari Dad says, right. "I'm with you, Joe, in this. Why the fuck would they write Maggie off like this?" Tyre, Tyrese gets an entire goodbye, and Maggie doesn't. This is fucking right, bullshit. Tyrese does. Sasha does. Fucking, Sasha gets uh, to come back and talk to Rick. Me. Fucking everybody hates Chris. Does yeah, every, like, he, get, he gets a whole moment in that elevator. Maggie did it. Maggie gets a bath. Nope. Uh, I met Maggie if the Walking Dead's Poochie. Sorry for the typo. Phil asked Joe where you can find gas for your bike if you're a four-year-old in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, what was that song at the beginning of the episode? It felt like a '90s song. I wrote that. We'll get to that in a second. I don't know what that song was, but I don't like that. I don't like 
when they do that on The Walking Dead, and I don't, I think it's stuck, stunk out of place because so much of the other episode was in silence, and it see, and I think that added to the boringness. I generally like when The Walking Dead is orchestrated, even if the music doesn't necessarily work to the scene, it keeps things moving. But there was a lot of silence in this episode, a lot of it, a lot of empty breaks in dialogue, and it just doesn't work in what's supposed to be an action-paced drama. It's it's bad, bad, bad. But I'm with Jill. Maggie is a Ted Pucci. Is a Ted Pucci. I haven't liked Maggie since she forgot about Beth and just looked for a Gled in season four. Says Killmonger. She asked for more money, then got another job. AMC gave her money, and then she said, "Fuck you, take your money and go." So they fucking did her dirty like that. It was a late '80s song. It was an odd song, in my opinion. It was an odd song for the episode. I actually have it, and I will play it in a second. So we we cut to the Magnaner group of Michonne, and they're all talking and blah 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 blah. We go over to this moment where Sadiq's like, "Well, you like them." Well, she wanted more money, and, and they gave it to her, but they didn't give her what they what she wanted. Listen, this is an ensemble cast, and as much as we want to say Rick was the star, is the star, the glue, uh, it takes them all. There's no, they're all supporting each other. There's no real fucking star. I don't care. I guess, yeah, everybody's going to make that argument. No, it was Rick. Rick was the lead. And I really don't see that as the case. I see it as they all almost had equal screen time until Negan showed up. And then they split it between Rick and Negan. But here's the thing. Those cast members, all of them, if you were, are in that main troupe, now it's a little different. Now there's a much bigger cast. You can't, you can't pay them all the same. They're not going to all get equal screen time. They're not all... Uh, the stars of the show there's a lot of secondary characters now but when we were down to our uh season three season four season like our five, core six or seven or whatever group that was right they all should have been making the same amount of fucking money because they all had their own fan base they all have equal responsibility to keep to keep that show compelling and there's no reason why uh lauren cohen should have been making anything less like less than you know maybe you do want to have a star and star payment but that that salary range has to be within a percent or two in order for it to ever be considered like partially <laughs> partially right like it just it doesn't make sense to do to do that in a show like that it's like it's like you have friends all six of them are the same you pay all six of them the same you don't say oh well chandler's hitting big Chandler had the name before we all got here. Nobody knew who you were. Chandler's uh, on Teen Jen Screen and, Magazine. So, uh, so Chandler's going to get a uh, 1.5 million per episode, and you're all going to get 750 thousand per episode. No, 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 no. So, all six of them make that show. You give all six of them the fucking same. So let's right? catch like, let's catch up in the live chat for a little bit here. So they're going to have just two communities. It was April Skies by Jesus and Mary Jane. Uh, released in 1987, so it's believable for it to be on vinyl. The show, ha Johnny Rico says, the, and thank you, Atari Dad. Johnny Rico says, the show has no more hot anymore. It's an empty shell now. Just feeds everyone to the zombies. And end this nonsense now. Uh, we got J.C. Riley. Can't stay too long. Just wanted to like, comment, and shit on the whispers. The fact that Maggie just, quote, unquote, left. Uh, they barely well, gave... Not here just the right time. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Callie Callie says they barely gave Andrew Lincoln more money. He, him and Norman just got new contracts in 2016. AMC cheats the actors. They do, they, they do cheat their actors, and you can see it. Like, 
Chandler wanted, wanted a little more. If I'm going to go forward with this, I want to be able to take a break. I want to be able to go to school in my off time. I no, you're have, fired. You we're going to we're gonna kill you. Atari Dad says, fun fact, if you Google the word vinyl, the first thing you get is Amazon advertisement for some disco record with topless chick on it. Uh, Phil, do you think Morgan might come back since he's he has been six years? I think that ultimately the... <laughs> drink i think in walking david is in the live motherfucking chat great to see the walking david uh <laughs> david must have been freaking out too much tire this episode i think they're going to combine the shows i think once they get rid of a lot of the main characters and they and they isolate this down to groups they're going in the walking dead's ratings continue to plummet which they will on both shows i think they're going to combine consolidate the shows into one show and then or even maybe cancel both shows and then just do the one-off movies and just keep it going for as long as you can you're gonna see the walking dead what joe, joe and i one of us will die before the walking dead is done <laughs> so katie and i were talking about there is a dog now woof right why aren't these communities right every fucking stray dog that managed to escape walkers would be surrounding these communities for any kind of scraps left over that or to route through the compost to like like for anything just anything uh and then cats would have taken over the fucking world by now they would be everywhere everywhere like any every shot would have a cat curled up in the fucking corner for christ's sakes and that being said why 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 aren't there more children like have they found condoms that are still good in their packages is everybody wearing a condom people fuck people fuck a lot people don't stop fucking you want to talk about that in the end of all story they didn't just walk the fuck away no i was gonna say when we get there they, they just walk away they fucked, fucked they fucked yeah if you if you do dna we all have neanderthal in us or we right. a lot of us do we 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 fucked them into our existence. Like like that's what happened. They didn't. Walk and it's away. not just in the Neanderthals the either. There were like, there were like two or three other ones. One begins with a D, and so there were like a couple of groups that right. we just all like, fucked. Like like if, like there's a Katie and I watched the Joe Rogan uh, Strange Time stand up like, and he does this great bit about men like like yeah, men they're gonna stick their dick in absolutely anything. Oh, so she's an ugly she's a Neanderthal. Ah, oh, I don't just put my fucking dick. <laughs> like, like we fucked it like. Like, these people would still be fucking. Jason. Babies fucking everywhere. There'd be six-year-olds all over the... Especially once you start feeling safe. Oh, look, Maggie's got a newborn. There's newborns already here. Let's have a kid. Not even let's have a fucking kid. Whoops, I'm fucking pregnant. Like, yeah, some people are, are going to be very adamant. I don't want kids. I don't have kids. You better pull out. You better find a condom. You better go fucking hit every... Every fucking burn down pharmacy from here to fucking Washington D.C. and come back with a condom, and you ain't getting no shit. You're like Elaine in that episode of Seinfeld with the sponges <laughs> showing up everywhere. The, the, some of these women would have would have already put out three kids by now. Uh, Walking David Six says. Years later. Walking David adds lots of pulling out, Joe. Lots of jerking off on corpses. Uh, Ellie's uh, AMC doesn't need Peter breathing down their necks. Jason Voorhees, the biggest news in Breaking Bad movie coming up. Pinkman's back, bitches. Oh, we're gonna talk about that soon. RDO says uh, Joe's cat's comments so true. Uh, RDO, great to have you in the live chat. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Daryl's dog even came on the show. Hard to see the show getting a season ten, let alone an eleven. Let's go. Hypothesis: Maggie's the leader of the Whispers and went insane. Herschel is the one that. They find that is yeah. dumb. A segue to Judith's character's thoughts. You are not the father, says Zombie Mori. Cadigat says, well, my theory, Dr. Enos, Enos, Enos the penis, performs it's a... It's season 10 and season 11. Its numbers have fallen from its height. 
but you got to remember the numbers it was the numbers are still great yeah the numbers numbers. are still almost fucking prime time yeah it's it's not quite but it's the only thing that one of the only shows that rivals the the, except for reality shows like dances with the stars that ri that rivals or uh or what do you call it like the mark mark uh the mark Harmon show there what the fuck's the NCIS. Yeah, shit like that. Like it, it like the, this this show pulls in, still pulls in enough numbers where it can't be justified. Right. We we t- we've we been talking moving it to another night at some point, but it will not be canceled. This this show still can with the numbers it's getting go on for another five seasons. Right. Especially with the way people watch television now, they can rationalize it and spin it in a way. But but the point is not that the Walking Dead's ratings are suffering because the Walking Dead will always have an audience that's loyal to them, similar to certain reality shows like that exist. Is this forever? It. But whatever, that's not the point. The point is that The Walking Dead went from, and it used to be called, it's not called this anymore, but it used to be called Water Cooler Talk. But whatever I want to call it now, with the way television is, excuse me, with with DVR and and, uh, watching through the apps and watching things on demand, watching things later, watching things online, not watching things live, The Walking Dead used to be a show that you'd have to tune in live because what the fuck is going to happen? There's very few shows like that anymore. And The Walking Dead, for the most part, through the crazy fanship of it that it, where it was at a certain point in time, has lost that. And it's, it's hard to quantify in numbers, but it exists and it's out there. The, the bloom is off the rose. It's the Simpsons in the back half now. It's 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 something else. It's no longer necessary watch, and it's no longer something that you're gonna be. Like, oh, I can't fucking wait. Even if it's a decent moments of episodes, like Carol burning those people last week, <laughs> or or they're just too small. The, ep- the the moments are too small, and then they try to go big and they try to go for these all out war episodes, and they bog it down with crap that doesn't that doesn't get involved in the and then the the action part only ends up being. A third or a half of the episode. No, they it's, don't have enough of these moments packed into one episode every week. Worse yet, and Tom himself adds it, the commercials. But the commercials you can almost deal with. Better Call Saul has almost as many commercials. Not not quite. Horrible. But it, it's, but it's horrible. It's, AMC is horrible with commercials. They really are. Especially through this show. Walking Dead's worse because it's higher rating, so they they put they pimp it out like a and they put it on for seven or eight minutes longer, so they can so they can pimp or pimp that show out there for a little longer to get paid. But the but the Walking Dead has been pigeonholing the action, and I keep saying this: each yep. one of these episodes has this structure where the beginning of the episode is is a quick little action blurb, then they have this slow dialogue yeah, talking so for the next forty five fucking minutes of real time. Not episode time, real time. And then we get into the last 10 minutes of the episode and they introduce the action thing that leads you to the next episode. Even Lost didn't fuck you like this. Where it comes down to where now we're getting like two seconds of actual new episode content at the end of the episode that leads us into the next episode. So we see the preview that looks better it's than the episode. It's another trope for you, Phil. That's the, just the structure of the it's episode. Crack, the it's, cracking it's, it's cracking me. It's cracking me, Joe. Yep. TV. It's, it's it's been done in countless series beforehand. This exact structure that they that they've been using now for a season and a half, two seasons, and that's what it is. It's here's a little action blurb or something to get your attention: some walking zombies and some creepy fucking music, or someone getting killed or killing zombies, right? And then drama and supposition to the next for the next for for the next two thirds of the episode, and then the last half a third, right? The the last sixth there is 
one more quick little action blurb that we can tease you into the next episode with. Absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely it, right. It, it's, a, it's a shame. And it's repeating this season a lot. And even if some of the setups are better, some of the camera angles are more interesting. And that seems to be the only That's changeover true. from the King thing. I think her cinematography and how she's pushing cinematography seems a little bit better than it was over the last couple of years. But that's just like a small take that that I'm taking on something, a compliment. And she seems to design the music a little bit differently in a way I don't like where she takes away a lot of music and there's a lot of empty scenes that break up some of the flow, especially when you have breaks in dialogue and things aren't interesting enough and they're just boring. And I don't want The Walking Dead to seem like real life like i'm watching outtakes on survivor i want to watch make it seem like it's an entertaining television show that's keeping me compelled like like the tension on my back a thriller mixed with horror mixed with some comedic- and there is there's no horror element at all the menacing the menace element right the negan stuff the gore this isn't necessarily horror the horror part is is the is the constant feeling of doom that they have completely removed from the show. The doom right? is us having to think about reviewing this show. And, 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 and for the most part, without hope, the you need hope, right, in order to be able to feel the doom. Because if you're not, like, having good times, there is no doom. So they're setting up the good times. The fair is coming. It's been six years of peace. You know, none of our main people have died. We got new people. Look at our communities are growing and flourishing. So they're setting up for the doom. But... They have removed it. The from Doom of Valeria, Joe, or the right? They're headed for the Doom of Valeria. Are a menace. Like even they see the tracks from the horde. They're not like, oh, we need to go find this horde. Like this chicky thinks she sees something off in the distance. Nobody gives a shit. Like what was it? Man, eh, don't worry about it. I don't care anymore. The only thing I'm somewhat interested in is these X marks the spot things. Are somewhat interesting. Michonne says, but uh, but Michonne's mom says it perfectly. Thrill is gone. Thrill is gone away. And yes, DJ, even I sound uh, bitter tonight. Uh, DJ, better. Even I sound That's fed up. This was a really fucking boring It was a episode. really boring episode. I, I don't even want to go through this episode. I'm going to yada yada here. All this Igor, Greg, I enjoy these last filthy like, issues. This dude is traveling. This dude is traveling. This dude is traveling. And, <laughs> and the other six people with him are like, yeah, sure. Don't worry. We'll help you lug all your fucking <laughs> musical instruments. Your violin, your flute, your guitar. Do you have a drum kit there? How, did you did you grab a PA and an amp just in, just in fucking case? Like you know, like like is there a triangle in one of those? Joe, will you carry my matched luggage? Joe, oh, you, right? You, you carry- no, I'm sorry, dude. You can take the Stradivarius. Everything else you fucking leave. Joe, grab my conga, please. Uh, let's jump to the live fucking chat. Unreal. Dude's wearing the brightest shirt on fucking earth. The the dead guy. Yeah. Are you crying that he's dead, or are you crying that he died in that shirt? <laughs> dead. It doesn't. Nothing makes sense. Sorry, I'm getting lost in the chat right here. Phil, the issues guy reviews. I enjoy these last Phil the Issues Guy reviews. Q. Joe hates pants. <laughs> Is it hashtag Joe, Joe hates-, hates music? <laughs> Joe hates music. <laughs> Has anybody seen my cowbell? We gotta go back for it. Uh, no. <laughs> Joe, you gotta leave it, man. Just say no. Just say no. 
But yes, this is the last podcast or the last official podcast ever. in the studio ever, ever. Yeah, the, the, the Issues Guy show is ending. This is the last podcast ever. We're, we're closing down shop here. But this is the last podcast in the Red Room. There will be another uh, episode n- next week where we will, I will be talking about Vikings from my phone. We'll try to figure out a way to get Joe in. Maybe Joe can come over and watch it or something. We'll, we'll figure that out. Or we'll talk about it in the second episode. And then starting on the, the, the week of December 1st or something, Joe and I are going to start doing some Game of Thrones shit. But we're going to talk about Game of Thrones here at the end as well. So let's go. A season 10 features an episode where Daryl wargs his dog. It's completely through the dog's eyes. I can see that. David. Oh, I forgot to mention, if anyone wants to leave a voicemail right now, 781-990-8509. We have a voicemail and maybe call in line open. But uh, but definitely, if you want to, we got that open as we're going to... Uh, we're very early on in this recap, but I feel like we've talked about so much of this episode, I just want to yada yada all this. So we get an 80s song. Where is this 80s song? Uh, we get uh, we get more speeches here. Let's, let, me, let me play a little audio here. Sorry, I think it was too so fresh. Like she came around on What'd you say? Uh, sorry. Oh, okay. Let's Then we get this song. Which sounds like uh, you're watching a... Why ju- are you playing it again? It so- I didn't because- want to hear it the first time. It, it sounds like gl- you're... I'm glad it's not the 80s anymore, so it's not on the radio. <laughs> Dude, Fuck. isn't it, it, it... Doesn't you feel like you should see Molly w- Ringwald here? She gave us some good music, dude. There's some good music in this collection. Is that it? It's really good. <laughs> you sound like Peter Griffin there a little bit. So let's get, let's go. Uh, new studio, new space on the wheel. People can call me on the air. Yeah, we get the Jason Voorhees. We're gonna add Jason Voorhees to the magic wheel, so you can call Jason Voorhees live on the air. That'd be great. Kelly Kelly says, I still can't believe Gregory gets killed for an attempted crime, but Negan's chilling in a cell for brutally murdering people. April baby, you have April well, Game of Thrones. If he was bashing his brain in after one year. And he's still in that cell. Judith is talking to him, like sitting outside. He can just have conversation with with people. Like, yeah, he's good. he's living the life, dude. He... Come on, dude. I, that dude, why? Oh. oh, he's hanging out. He's he's just buying his time, Joe. You can't wait for the Negan show next time. He's just getting it ready for me. <laughs> so let let me let, let's let me speed through this fucking shit because. Uh, because I don't know, because it's, it's shit. There's not much to talk about here. I honestly don't want to recap this shit too much, but I but I have to because here we go. Then we get an 80s song that sounded like, as we get to Hilltop, we see Dr. Enos the Penis, JSS and all over the place. Oh yeah, Enos, Enos, Enos the Penis. Enos, Enos the penis. Enos, Enos the penis. I'm gonna cut your leg off. Enos is at the hilltop, and Sadiq is at Alexandria, right? Yep. I'd I'd much rather be at. Do they have lessons? Does she? Does he still give her lessons? I hope. I hope. Teaching her doctor. I hope. Good for her. I hope. I hope he didn't just. I don't know. No, no, no. It's been six years. She's great now. Six years. We we've yada yada. You think they went to a library? Got some. Got some. uh, Yup. 
<laughs> yep, she learned it. Some, uh, she, some textbooks, maybe? Yep, she learned it. The Walking Dead has officially become a video game, like in Red Dead or something, when you pick up like a note at a shop. You're like, I'm going to learn this skill. And you just read it. And you, Doctrine uh, level one. <laughs> exactly. Learn. She's learned. She's raised to Doctrine level three. She's now Ooh. she's now JD in season three of Scrub. She's now Gallop between. She's, she's JDS and just Doctrine. Yeah. She's JD. She's JDS. <laughs> Joe, that's perfect. She's absolutely just JD. Doctoring somehow. Just doctoring somehow. That's exactly what she's doing. We need we need to make a t-shirt. The t-shirt's available soon. Someone mark this off. Send me everything. JDS. Just doctoring somehow. I have to I have to write that down, Joe. So let's just do a little bit more audio while I write that down. <laughs> oh not this, not the song. Spending a lot of time with Georgie's records. It's a good collection. I appreciate the gift. I'm really, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have, Dr. Denise had textbooks. Yeah. And if you remember, Dr. Denise was a psychiatrist or a psychologist or some shit who was having a tough time reading and studying those textbooks to be an efficient doctor and surgeon. Right? Like, do you remember? She was like, sure you do. Ah, crazy funny. over that shit. This shit very funny. But nope, Nina got that shit on lock. No, she 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 just knows it. She 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 has an innate skill for it, Joe. It's like a kid who can pick up a piano. It's just doctoring. It's not that oh, difficult. No, no, he can sit at a piano and play it, right? Yeah, like yeah, he's a, some kids pick up the guitar and they and they got Beethoven coming out of their fingers some, on a guitar, right? Some no, people can. Doctor. Some people can just doctor. It's just a natural some skill that's. Just, <laughs> doctor they okay. have that kind of skill they, it's like they're harvested out of a doctoring mind it's incredible yeah. it's inc if we chew on these leaves and stuff it in there that should do good yeah yeah it works <laughs> it works it's somehow it, that sting that burn it's that, that, means it's that means it's working it means you're getting better it definitely does. Mike is in the live motherfucking chat. Uh, DJ, try to have fun, everyone. I'm going to bed. I have a new job. DJ, congratulations on your new job. Hopefully, everything is going awesome there. Lots of love to you, and have a good night. And uh, let's continue with, because we got so much to talk about here. Then we get an 80s song. Then we get uh, Tara, who has a boring conversation with Jesus to set up the new dynamics at Hilltop. And uh, we listened to that. That's basically what I just played there. And... We learn a little bit more about Hilltop. I mean, is there really much to talk about here other than Jesus is in charge? He's not happy he's in charge. Maggie, uh, not Maggie, Tara has metamorphosized into a different character again. And now she is second in command Smithers to Jesus's Monty Burns here. And second Simpsons reference of the night. I don't know why. Uh, my head's just there. And uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> not that much to talk about here. Moving on. So then we see Carol in the woods grunting and Daryl's hunting while she's grunting and, and he's JSSing out there and he's been out there too long. Killing, killing little animals. <laughs> like you see him kill a snake, a bunny, dog. Dog, do this. Do my slippers, dog. Dog, eat this, dog. Dog. 5.4 million viewers under 4.5 by season's end. It's going to be interesting to see how they come back for the back half of the season. And what they're going to get pushing them through. RDO is hearts over Tara. Walking David is stewing okay. somewhere and shaking his fist. Let's see. Yeah, what do we go? I call bullshit with Take Sam Wild Tarly. Cured Jorah too. <laughs> Joe, AMC is show so cheap. How cheap are they? You know. <laughs> okay, so Carol's in the woods. Why is Carol here? The gang is just getting back together. And yeah, and that's what I said here. It. 
the this whole season again, two things seem to be happening to me. We the these final episodes post Rick Grimes dying or dying, being taken off the show. No, he's not dead. Sorry. <laughs> Post Rick leaving seem to be just doing a few things. They're setting up our new characters that are going to be important in the next half of the season, and they're getting back whatever is left of our old crew back together again because they haven't seen each other for six years, even though they saw each other in the fucking episode before when they were all together saving Rick. So there's not really any break. The whole, And that's why it's really hard to do a time jump in the way that they did a time jump. David and I talked about that when we had him on and when he called in the other, the other week. We talked about this a little bit before. The, the choice of having a time jump right after the time Rick dies is a poor choice. You should, if you were just going to have three episodes left, this is why you're stuck to having to have eight episodes and 16 episodes a season. It shouldn't have been 16 episodes. If you could only have Rick for those many episodes, have two more episodes after Rick is taken off the show to set up the shit that happens right afterwards. And then you can have that break. And then you have this stuff. You introduce new characters and it's a break. It's the beginning of a season. It's not somehow you, you expect us to believe the characters that were talking 10 minutes ago in a season, haven't been talking for six years or whatever it's been. Now we know that that time jump's been six fucking years. And so you take a break, take us out of the action for six years. So, well, what are they going to do? They're going to show Daryl run off into the woods, and then we're going to have a season of everybody chasing after Daryl one at a time. I'm not saying a season. A season. Of everybody chasing after Carol. Not one at a time. season, but I'm saying that if you're going to have three An episode episodes, yeah, if you're going to have three episodes in the season left after Rick dies, you don't do a time jump then, and then try to stuff all this crap and all this exposition for all these new characters, and then putting our old characters back together again for this for this new war that you're setting up for the back half of the season. I know it's this just a, is... it's a clunky way of doing it. Yep, I'm pissed oh, off tonight. I'm really pissed off tonight. Not friends. They got to become friends again. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Phil. It's, I'm I'm television I'm television pissed off tonight because this episode bored the living shit out of me, and I was hoping for an action packed kind of if you were gonna set up these these new crew, kind of make it exciting, and instead it was just a lot of the same. And I'm using this word a lot because it perfectly describes what the fuck the Walking Dead is pontificating. It's just pawn fucking tificate. Oh, and then I then I stuffed my intellectual stimulation on the negative power of humanity across your balls. I, I don't care. And then we come back with Michonne and this crew and more of this shit. Look at this place. I didn't think it would be this bad. Is this all that's left? I think the time jump in the comics was like only two years or something. A year and a half, two years, but I could be wrong. That was like a year, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't even want to listen to any of this. So we get more talk and more foreplay for some action that's coming up in this episode that's yet to happen, but we eventually do get it at some point. Why do they Why do they park the horses so far away from where they're sleeping? Like, yeah, horses are going to make noise at night and draw walkers. So maybe they shouldn't be on the other side of town square with all this shit in the way for us to get to them to save the horses that are going to take us where we need to go. But I don't get why you're sleeping in a barn, like, 50 yards away from them. And <laughs> Lynette, I, I agree with that point. I don't want to say it because I don't want to trigger Joe for some uh, CW bullshit. But I agree. Arrow has oh, been, Arrow's been a lot Phil. better this season. Phil. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
We got an announcement. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. I gotta get some. I gotta get some music for this, Joe. Uh, here we, here we go, uh, Joe. Let, let we go, go. Hold on, oh, Katie. Come here. This is, this is. I'm gonna get this ready for you. Uh, Joe's taking shots. Oh, wait, wait. You got one? I, I have beer. I'm drinking. I, I drink up some beer. Katie. You don't want me taking shots. Let me. Well, while you set that up, let me. Let me no, zip it's, through. It's ready. We're ready here. We're ready here. What did I have us watch this morning before we took a nap? A TV show? Oh, Joe watched Arrow. Joe, what'd you what'd you think of? Uh, we'll, we'll cut this cut this watch. We got I think three episodes in. Did you not hate it? I did not hate it. I did not hate those three episodes. It is CW. Uh, so a lot you're... of parallels to other comic book and Batman, figures, Batman, Batman, Robin Hood, whatever you know, all sorts. But uh, you know, it wasn't horrible. It's not horrible so it far. It gets horrible. It gets horrible, of course. Oh, it does. But the first season's pretty good. Okay, uh, enough of that. Let's go. Uh, Tom himself. Tom himself. <laughs> So let's continue. We come back in a machine of Magnus crew. Then Magna and the other girl have a talk as uh, about death. What did I say here? Play. Damn you. I mean, this. See, hear this. Hear this. You literally hear crickets. Take something of his. Yeah, you shouldn't. Isn't that like you don't want that? In, in shit, no, right? you, you don't. Dead air. No, you don't want much much dead air there. So we so we, we find a recorder and Sadiq is gonna play it, but no no don't play it. So Sadiq knows sign language and manga's mad and they're pissed. This is not like Phil Collins. And Michonne's pissed that they're not coming uh, or the Michonne's not coming with them to Hilltop because of some rift with Maggie that we didn't see that happen some other time. And there's some brooding and there's some back and forth and it's just all fucking stupid foreplay. So then we get Jesus riding alone, and he's jumped by Aaron as uh, there's some ninja training right here. And Aaron makes Jamie Lannister jealous, RDO said at this point in time. And they fight, fight, fight. They laugh. They fight, fight, fight. They have a meal, and they hang out as they talk. And uh, and they, they have a conversation. I don't know. It's, it's fine. Whatever. The, the scene was all right. Today, election day, or re-election day, as it were. That's why I was late. Partly. It's been harder and harder to get away. Tara can't cover for you? She knew I'd been coming this far out without the security detail. As it is, she wants to have me try for dereliction of duty. If Michonne knew I was violating protocol like this, same boat, my friend. And what the fuck is that? We're not allowed to leave? We're not allowed to go visit our friends that might be living over there? I can't I'm violating protocol by going to see Jesus? Yeah. Like yeah. what is that? You you're not allowed. You're not you're allowed. Not allowed. You're not allowed outside the perimeter of our map territory yeah. to set up anything or to explore. Like Michonne, I, I great. Trying to keep everybody wonderful. Uh I don't know where the fuck I want to go, whenever the fuck I want to go, and I understand I should probably always bring somebody with me because you never leave your shit buddy behind. Because I learned that lesson in season fucking one. But me and my ship buddy want to go to fucking Alexandria or want to go to the hilltop or want to go to Oceanside and get some of that tail that's up there, then fine. We're going. 
You're not going to stop us. That ain't no fucking protocol breach. Protocol breach is you trying to fucking sit there and be a fucking queen. Tell me I can't do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's the first way to get your fucking knife to the back of the head, Michonne. You ain't no fucking Michonne dictatorship here. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that breaking fucking protocol. What? Did you break protocol by not telling anybody you were going to see Jesus? Why wouldn't you fucking tell anybody you're going to see Jesus? You gotta let some. If someone wants to go see Jesus, you gotta let them go see Jesus. Fuck. Like what the fuck? What the break fucking protocol? Broke my ass. Michonne, Michonne would scold me. What is she gonna do? Put you in fucking prison next to fucking Negan? What? You'd have to listen to Negan talk. <laughs> she gonna, your, your rations are cut because you broke protocol? Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Get the fuck out. Jason Voorhees asks, Jason Voorhees adds, maybe the X on the back of Michonne and Daryl's backs have something to do with all of it. X marks the spot, Joe. Daryl had an X, too? Yeah, he did. Same spot? Uh, I think his was a little different spot. So did someone did this to them? Theoretically, yes. In this six-year gap. They, more of the gap. Why Why are they showing us the boring shit and that they skip the good stuff? They, you don't yada yada the good stuff. And maybe they all did it to each other. Maybe it was a... Maybe it was a ta yeah, to maybe... Remember the, to remember the Rick. Remember, it was for Rick. Yeah, we'll, we'll, let's go with that. Let's go with that right now. <laughs> so, uh, Mag Magna, make Alexander great again. Gabriel for governor. Uh, says RDO. Daryl had two X's. Daryl had two X's. And Michonne had one X, right? 1998 champion says... They had to show us what went down between these two groups during the second half of the season, just like an X. Mmm, show gaps is Mike. Yep. Oh, we got Paul Q in the live chat. Not fashionably late, all right on time. Callie Callie says, go get him, Joe. Don't let him down, Joe. Keep going. Keep going. Get angry. So as uh, Jesus is riding alone, he's jumped by Aaron, and they're having Ninja Turtle training, blah, blah, blah. So Mich Jesus, where the fuck did Aaron jump out of? He completely cleared the horse. Yeah. and he like five feet. Dude, dude, dude! Fucking leapt over the horse, and their ship—they're total shit buddies. You think Jesus was out there in his own? D Jesus is like, no, man, I'm way smarter than that. I am running out here. I got my fucking shit buddy. Oh, do you know how hard Come it on. is to wipe with the opposite hand, especially when you don't have the second hand to hold the other cheek open? Yeah, it's it's Jesus, had, Jesus is the only person that's got the heart to step up and help Aaron out. He's his shit buddy. It's almost as hard as the it's almost as hard as the three seashells, Joe. Yep. It's almost as difficult. He didn't understand the three seashells. So Michonne doesn't know about Maggie yet, and they are stretching that through here. And then we see that Rosita's all fucked up, and Eugene is left at some barn. Oh, what's this shit? What's this? Oh God, what's this? Where's Eugene? I saw you two leave together. Where is he? I left him in the barn. What barn? Keep it secret. Keep it safe. So Rosita says some shit, and oh, we got JC Riley still in the live chat. Thank you, uh, Taka. Can Maybe we somebody stole their kidneys. Can we talk about how that's that's a very big possibility? Can we talk about how shitty his robo arm looks? Like you can see his fucking hand, says JC. And uh, my, we should see we got broke in the live chat. Great to see broke. Love to hear broke's take on this episode as well. So I mean, there's got to be prosthetics laying around the hospital. Oh, if they can, I mean, they can just grab anything they want, as we as we talked about earlier. Like there's, there's hospitals, right? That yeah. you know, 
They, since they have the condoms, so because there's not enough babies, and they're just and they're just walking around with uh, big big Santa Claus bags full of condoms and sponges and other contraceptives. It looks like a barn, but really it's a big giant dumpster. So they see uh, Rosita's all fucked up. So then we get back in on some really tasty looking uh, soup as Doggy's bringing a foot to Daryl and he throws it in the soup. Did that really happen? Did I did I imagine no, that? I didn't throw it in the soup. He just threw it in the fire. Okay. Okay. Because because the way but at I least, least hey you know what yeah burn the body that shit gonna smell good that's gonna smell like. But you're gonna be tempted to Dude, pull that. Dude, you've been watching a live too. You've been watching on them much. toes like it was a like it was a pig foot, like a pig pig foot or some shit. That's gonna smell good. That's gonna be like a fucking pork rib in a little while. <laughs> little chicken wings. No, 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 no. Those motherfucking toes. You know, this is you not... don't want to. It's a zombie foot, so it ain't gonna be fresh. You're probably not gonna want to eat it, but John... you don't want it. It's just gonna smell good. John says this is not Fallout Joe. Atari says uh, Aaron's hand reminds me of that one guy's fake tan from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And uh, Michonne's mom says I was wondering why did uh, AA Ron in D Jesus have to go so far to practice fighting, or is this some Jesus? I know, right? Just come over on Tuesdays, dude. We can have play dates. They can't. It's all right. You might guess it. Oh no! Nobody from Alexandria is allowed in the hilltop. No, just Michonne's not allowed at the hilltop. What the fuck is that? You want a toe? Is- <laughs> Someone said, "Put that toe in. It's good protein." You want a toe? I'll get your toe by Tuesday. You want a fucking yeah, toe? Yeah, I get your toe. I get your toe. No problem. You, you don't want a fucking toe. You don't want to know how I'm gonna get it. Cadigan says in the comics, Negan has a scar just like Michonne and Daryl. In the comics books, though, it's implied that he came in contact with the whispers, but Kirkman never continued on that. Tom says possessions never meant to. Never meant anything to me. I'm not crazy. Well, that's the truth. Got a taint and a dog and a dog that brings me zombie hands. <clears throat> Broke says, last week's episode was better than this bore fest. Keep looking at my phone too much. I don't know the connection between the zombie. Wait, my bad. The walkers at the end of the episode. Yeah, it's just fake tension in this episode. <clears throat> As Carol strokes Daryl's hand, we get Daryl talking about Rick, how they never found the body, and we get into a whole television thing that you never see the body, never see the body, as Henry watches and going, wait, they seem a little familiar. <laughs> My dad wouldn't like this. Well, he knows Daryl. <laughs> I know, but he, but uh, we were joking about that earlier. As he turns to Daryl and he asks him the Joker question where he says, Daryl, can you tell me? Are you my real daddy? <laughs> Daryl. How'd you get those scars? How'd you get the scar, anyway? How'd you get those scars? And then we don't get an answer. No, we don't really get an answer. No, Daryl changes the subject really quick. Let's listen to what Daryl says. Hey, look, is my dog about to get eat? <laughs> You're trying to make me make a no effects reference? I'm not sure if I know the song's names well enough to... No, I know... No effects. That's a group. Oh, you're breaking Tom's heart. I I, do, I definitely know the group. I've, I think uh, I've seen them live. I know there's live. a group named No Effects, and I know there's some songs that I actually do like. No, I've, I've seen them. I've seen them live. I just don't know song names. Next week, Kung Fu and Matrix flipping ears in zombie fights. Uh, Paul Q, it's a weird practicing self-defense in the zombie apocalypse. Did Seinfeld have a quiet talker episode? It's foreshadowing. It's like the Walking Dead Telltale Games in Clem's branding. Howling Wolf says, Phil, there's no telling what Judas has been up to since Michonne left, seeing how she was already allowed to go and... and- I know, right? Wander off alone from a group. Oh, my goodness. So, d- fucking dog meat. 
so then we're inside inside somewhere as Michonne's got her sword looking around and it's at nighttime. She's walking through the barn with lots of horses and someone's in there and she's going through some stuff and it's a balls of fury guy and she slices down in the middle of the night and she ends up cutting a violin in half. A Stradivarius. A Stradivarius that we find out later, but whatever. We talked about this already. The guy's collecting a bunch of musical instruments. Is that what he's from? The ping pong movie? That's what someone said. I think Tim was saying that earlier. So we go to back to oh. we go to Henry in the tent, waking up, heading outside, looking for Daryl, and he bumps into a walker. And then Daryl finds him and tells him to put the lights out. And the walker never approaches them; it just kind of stands there. And he stabs them. The dog barks. He's trapped, and they come to save him, but he's stuck in some traps. And Daryl's going to save the dog, and he frees him, but the walker grabs him his foot. He drags him, and Henry saves him. And then he goes, "Why? Why you saved me? I told you not to save me, and you saved me the whole time." And Carol's watching it, which could be why Carol. Tied the dog up because she wanted to force this relationship. Force the bond. Yeah, force the bond. You, you really believe in that? <laughs> Someone tied the dog up. It had two ropes around its necks from opposite trees, so, opposite ends. So it couldn't go left and it couldn't go right. It was stuck in a, in a specific spot just out of reach from it was used as bait for those traps. It, was, it seemed very obvious to me. Someone tied that dog. And Daryl's even like, yeah, he always goes and inspects the traps, but he's never gotten caught in them before. And how do you get caught in two traps from opposite trees? The only way, some, someone has to tie you the fuck up. And not and not be hung from those trees. Hey. It wasn't hung. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like, you saw the bunny. The bunny got caught in the snare. The bunny was hanging from that little sapling. If this is a, a like... A tree that's not able to support the dog, the, the sapling tree snare, the dog would have just ripped it out of the ground. And yes, you, you, you've, you've, you've had Lotus pull on your leash. Do you think a sapling is going to hold Lotus? No, 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 no. definitely. So it wasn't a little, a little, a, a little winger. It had to be, those had to have been big snare traps on a big tree to hold a dog like that, a wild dog like that, that wants to, that's trying to run for its life. No, no, no. That dog was tied up. So we come back in on Jesus, and Tara's talking about Rosita, and Aaron's talking to them, and Tara's doing her best cynic role in this position. And then we get Maggie is counting on Jesus, and they're out looking for Eugene, and they need to head out and look for Eugene, and Jesus needs to step up as a leader. So we go back to Daryl. He's all fucked up. He's got an X2, just like Michonne does, and Daryl comes over to Henry and Doggy, and we have a little conversation as uh, the Doggy checks Walker Trap's for Daryl, I'm not going to play the audio of it, but him and Henry have a conversation. I'm not feeling Henry. I'm just not there Dude, yet. Henry is a whore. He's a lintz, right? Apparently. So the kid that he's horrible. Uh, the actor's horrible. The kid that the kid's uh, bad. Carol's daughter's brother in real life, and his own older brother from the show is his brother. And now he has a crush on Enid and that's going to be a thing. You know, it's going to be a thing. It reminds me of Anakin. It reminds me of Anakin and Phantom Menace having a crush on Padme. They're going to have him fulfill Carl's little whisper role and have him fucking uh, fall in love with the whisper girl and wander off to the whisper camp. Not Carl sucks. (laughs) That's not Carl sucks. (laughs) That's all I'll say. Not Carl would have been a little bit too old to have this. Uh, you know, at the moment, maybe. 
but whatever. Now they're pu- they're pushing Enid and and not Carl because he comes over. And he's like, oh, is Enid good? Is Enid going to be at Hilltop? Am I going to get to see Enid? She's hot. Dude, it's the only girl relatively close. To I hear you, but dude. But at this point, she's like twenty something. She's got to It's six years. She was already about fifteen, right? Gotta say, she was about fifteen. We'll say she was. She and Carl was supposed to be playing younger. We'll say thirteen. So five years later, six years later, because it was already a one-year time jump, then a five-year time jump. We're talking 19 years old. This kid's maybe, what, 14. He's thinking about nothing but her and Michonne and Maggie. Replacement. And probably Carol, too. <laughs> Rep- He's thinking about every girl. Rep- uh, is every girl going to be there? <laughs> How old is he? Is- exactly. Rep- it's another one of those situations where this kid would already have four fucking kids. Henry is a fan favorite, and so is Enid. Shut up, Phil. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so Henry, Henry loves Daryl. Uh, yeah, the dog was definitely tied up. Fuck Caroline. Uh, that dog must be very friendly to allow himself to be tied up by strangers. Says Howling Wolf. Jason Voorhees says the DeLorean will be replaced by time traveling dumpster. You will see it, everybody. Uh, I'm adding comments. I'm adding words to people's comments right now. Jason Voorhees, the DeLorean will be replaced. Ellie says they keep talking about this fair. Please explain. Uh, do you know? Do you know what? Uh, Things being fair, Henry Darrell. Uh, no, the fair, the, yeah. The, so in the books, even uh, Rick is setting up. It's like, like you said, it's a smaller time jump, and Rick's trying to get the communities together. They're going to have a uh, a fair. Michonne was going, or someone was going to introduce. I think the uh, an articles. I'm going to go get a beer. I'm going to go get a beer. Shit. Take over, Joe. Yeah. So that's what they're they're doing that now, but they're making it more uh, Jesus and. And the kingdom are trying to organize the fair between the four, four or five communities: Alexandria, Oceanside, Hilltop. Saviors are all gone; that doesn't exist anymore. They finally got rid of that. So, between our three little communities, there, they're going to try to get this fair together, get trade going, open up the roads again. You know, which is they shouldn't have even had to. When how did the, I don't even know how that savior pack gets away and stays in the area for six years that Carol burned up? Like, yeah, how would they, they allow that to continue to happen? They allow them to continue to take supplies. They don't like Daryl doesn't say, like, all right, Rick's gone. Yeah, we're gonna go hunt down the rest of these saviors so they don't attack Alexander and try to free Negan, who for some reason Rick's gone and we still haven't killed. Let's go. Uh, Carl, Carl equals terrible actor. Coral sucked. They should have recast him with Michael B. Jordan. Uh, sup, everyone. Good to see Jay in the live motherfucking chat. RDO says next they'll have a great Walker roundup rodeo, a fucking fair. Shame was wasted. No time in having kids. Phil, when are you uh, streaming Red Dragon again? Red Dead again. Very fun. I've been doing it a lot on uh, Twitch channel. Uh, you can check that out. Phil the Issues guy on Twitch. And I've also been doing it on uh, Dirty Issues a little bit as well. I don't think I'm going to be doing any more in the main channel. I think I'll probably just do when I get a new game, the first stream on the main channel, and then follow it up on either Dirty Issues on on uh, on YouTube or on the Twitch channel, Fill the Issues Guy. So, uh, so yeah, a couple of people have been watching. Steph Snow has been over there, and uh, a couple of other people have been bouncing over there on uh, and Slope as well over on uh, – on the Twitch. I don't have many followers over there, but I do stream. I will be streaming there occasionally as well. So make sure you're following me over there. If you want to watch my red dead streams. So yeah, I started a Twitch channel. I need you to help me like set it up and shit. 
John, when I uh, when it actually matters. But I'll invite you over to, and I also need your help setting up my new studio eventually too. So I will be I'll be seeing you soon, buddy. Anyways, blah 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 blah. blah. So uh, so yes, I have been streaming Red Dead. So check check that out. Blah 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 blah. But I mean, it's 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 just watching me run. I'm really bad at the game. So so it's it's fun to watch me be bad. I guess I'm clumsy. I hurt I hurt myself a lot. But it's uh it's good fun. I have not spun the wheel yet. We have, uh, but uh, if if uh if we do get a super chat donation, we will spin the wheel. So but we are, we're still drinking. So if if that matters, Joe and I are both uh both still drinking tonight. So we get Daryl back. We, they talk about death and some other shit. So we come back in with the busted violin and Michonne's trying to apologize. And we get our episode title as we find out it's a Stradivarius and we get this whole shit, which makes it seem like a different show and ridiculous and out of time. But again, I don't mind this, but this is the stuff that makes me feel like I'm watching a video game sometimes. I, I can't explain it, but this is like video game kind of shit. And let's listen to a little bit of this. Let's listen to a little bit of this, this shit. Is, this is an original Stradivarius Circus, Circus 1725. He found it in a mansion outside of Philadelphia before it was overrun by sickos. In a kid's room of all places. <laughs> I think the kid was going to miss it. <laughs> and so how does he know it's an original Stradivarius? There's a lot of fakes out there, Joe. That's a very good point. He's he's not going to the Pawn Stars and getting one of those dudes like, to like... Uh, to, to verify it or some shit. It's, he was in a musician or he was a music teacher. What did he say he did? He doesn't, he didn't say I was a musical instrument antiquist who, you know, thanks broke uh, by the way, for sharing the channel. He knows it's a Stradivarius. Yeah. Okay. He knows. Okay. Must be, it must've been a certificate of authenticity. Yeah. Of in course. The, uh, in the, in the carrying case. There's no it. such thing as a fake, uh, you know, whatever, but let's, let's, let's. Of instruments. So he's been collecting, he's been carrying around a bunch of instruments. So Joe, the zombie apocalypse, I'm a musician. I kind of play, you know, I kind of play drums. I play trumpet and stuff. Would you help me carry my congas around in the zombie apocalypse? I would beat you with the conga <laughs> before I picked it up and moved it anywhere. You want to bang on something and make some noise? You can bang on whatever the fuck. What do you, listen, I understand you like art and you want this and you're going to need musical instruments. But while we're traveling, no. If we found in Alexandria, sure. Now you can go collect instruments, but no, we ain't carrying a fucking trunk full of fucking nothing. <laughs> nothing. It don't fit on your back. On your back, you ain't fucking taking it. I ain't carrying anybody else's shit. Nobody else's shit. I got my change of fucking underwear that don't got Hershey marks in it in my bag. I got a couple extra weapons, maybe a little fucking food, fresh pair of socks, shirt. That's about it. That's about it. I love you. I love you, Tom. Good attempt at trolling. So you expect this shit on the on the Telltale Walking Dead, Phil? So no, 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 no. I said a video game, not the no, Telltale this, video game. Yeah, this is like you, this yeah, is a bad. This is I didn't say. I didn't say but, the Walking Dead video game. My uncle left me my last treasure, but I can't find my <laughs> uncle. What did he leave you? It is a a, a trinket from the town of Muscarathusia. <laughs> And it, it's, you know, yeah, no, it's uh, very video game shit. We don't need to know the history. Nobody gives a fuck at this point that's watching The Walking Dead about a Stradivarius fucking violin on The Walking Dead. Really? Who does? No, and, I, and I'm into, I'm into that shit. You don't carry fucking anything. You don't carry a fucking violin. You carry another fucking bat. Is right? the, can, carry an extra tire iron. Can you the have to put shit on your back. You ain't fucking lugging congas. You're lugging a fucking rifle. Can, can, right? No. Can the violin shoot? 
can you kill people with it? Walking David says, why even ask new people why they do weird shit they do? We're nearly 10 years into the apocalypse. Michonne even talks to her son, Carl, and Rick. I mean, come on. Joe, you want to spend your whole life with no music? Come on, Joe. You dead inside, mate. <laughs> Good point, I'm, David. Listen, Andy listen. Western. Great to see you, Andy Western. You love music. I love music. We all love Joe, music. Hashtag hate, Joe hates music. Were you going to be playing fucking music out in the middle of the woods in the middle of the night sitting around a fucking campfire like you're talking about? You're going to drive your fucking walker on a goddamn 20, 20, 20 minute walk radius right the fuck to you because there's no other sounds drawing them away? No, nobody's playing fucking music. Uh, you should barely be fucking talking now. to each other most time. That silent episode where they're all in the fucking house in the middle of the fucking winter eating fucking owl and dog food, right? That is how it should be. Silence, unless you are fucking in a fucking Alexandria Hilltop type location. Joe, let's listen to a quick voicemail here from our good buddy, Jay. So, Rick and Maggie still have not died in the show? Like, they're like, I love like Jay's have not... they had their last episode? I love how Jay's not watching, but he. I know. <laughs> they're, not just, they're just not gonna. He's like, he's like, I'm done with the show. Can you just answer questions for them me? anymore? Because every other main character got like an exit out of the show. Are they just like, is the show just keeping them alive in case they need to bring them back? I mean, you think they're gonna show back up in the second half of the season again and then die, or what? I'm confused. That's what they're going to do with Maggie, Rick, they're put on the back burner because they're going to use him again. Do you know what, Jay? You, you said you're confused there, but you know what? You're not. It's exactly like you got yeah, it right Yeah, it's exactly what you just said there. They are exactly doing that. They're putting them both on the back burner, so if somehow they can convince either one of them to be on the show again, Andrew Lincoln will be on the show again. They've already announced. Not on the show, but he's going to do the Andrew, the Andrew Lincoln movies there, the, the AMC movies. I think Maggie might be done. I think Lauren Cohen and might be like fuck you with the walking dead and all set at this point so i think maggie again that they, they've done dirty she's in a mark Wahlberg movie she's hoping to be a movie star now and yeah she's done she's done she's she's fucked this crap she doesn't need it until until her movie run fails and she's on the back end and she wants to show up in the walking dead in the last episode when they do the final episode of the walking dead and they have her show up for one last time for one last meeting hey hi remember what remember all this and we get to see herschel as a as a adult or whatever we're gonna see some see some bullshit she, she i bet she will be on the show one more time but they've done her character dirty in the sense that they just basically yada yada her off the show. So uh, let's go. No, that's not the end of it. They didn't even advertise once like Maggie's last show too. No. No. It, we have not seen the end of this, Phil. We have not seen the end. So Joe, Joe thinks she's going to show back up before the end of the season. So we come back in with the busted violin and let's listen to a little bit more busted violin tale. Because I get, I guess this is important to learn. These Why are we listening? Uh, look, this guy talk about stupid fucking violin and cave paintings and Neanderthals. Let's, let's, let's learn about the learn something, Joe. Come on. I learned okay. something in fucking sixth grade, Phil. When they were bigger, that's the knowledge smarter. he's fucking spouting. Fifth grade fucking history music lesson. Here. The Deanathons are all right, kid. Everybody, get out your sticks and rub them together. Um, this is percussion so time. Come on, Joe. 
Come on, Joe. Here we go. I'm, I'm teaching you, man. Do oh, it. I found a cave. Uh, David laughed. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm scrolling in the chat. I'm all over the place right here because we got so many live motherfucking chatters that are awesome tonight. And you guys are incredible. And thank you for joining us for our last recap in this room. I generally enjoyed watching your recaps and review podcasts more than watching the show. But I'm going to call it a night and finish listening to the rest of this in the morning. Take it easy, fellas. No, finish it now. I'll finish it at all, Mark. <laughs> Mark, love you, man. Don't listen to that asshole. <laughs> Phil, I dig your impersonations. Well, I think the Walking David's even better than me. But uh, thank you. I like doing silly voices as well. Uh, the Walking David says, I laughed out loud when Tara said, is that another letter from Maggie? And Jesus was like, yep. <laughs> yeah, because it's just in the background bullshit. Tom himself, I'm too broke to be a patron or a super chat right now. But how the fuck do you uh, No wait. But but uh, I appreciate the work you guys do. I actually have to piss in a bottle so I won't miss a second of you hippie bullshit. Tom himself, I thank you so much. And I enjoy your babblery. And I enjoy having you in the chat. And and we appreciate all our patrons, especially especially because it keeps me being able to do this in our super chat donors. It means so much, but we also appreciate everyone that could just comes out and checks out and hangs out with us after these episodes. Joe, Joe and I, as shitty as this show is, I think both of us would be lying if we didn't say we enjoy coming out here to babble to you guys about it. And no, we love it. And it's even more fun as much as people think, Oh, you guys just like shitting on shit. I think, I think I could say speak for Joe. I think we both enjoy it more when we love an episode of something. Yeah, you didn't hear like watch our recaps of, of Daredevil or better in the fi finale episode. Yeah, that if you can if you can just watch one of those because we did a bunch of them. We did uh, thirteen of them. If you uh, or did we do, actually no, we did uh, six six of them. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we cheated. But or listen to our Better Call Saul reviews. Uh, we we like talking about something we like and the walk or listen to our early Walking Dead stuff. We, we can't help but be honest about how we feel about an episode. And I think this episode bored the shit out of both of us. Really, yep. I, I agree with you, Callie. Gimple King, our joke. I wouldn't let them fucking write a protest sign for me either. And straight up, straight up. I think the only, the only, uh, straight up, the yeah. only prerequisite for you to have gotten a job writing for this fucking show or show running uh, <laughs> seems to be a college diploma Krang. and the ability to complete a fucking sentence because there's everything like they're they've done nothing but copy the history of bad television over the last few seasons it's ridiculous there's almost not a, an original thought an original idea an original stroke of the fucking pen being put down on paper for this show over the last few seasons it's really really tiresome kang gimple you're fucking hacks you suck at your fucking job. You should both be fucking fired. You should be shunned and blacklisted from fucking television and from the fucking movies, from the industry as a whole. It's 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 a disgrace. It really is. Uh, and and to think to think of all the fucking people that are out there, right? You see this? You see this right now with the actors that are on the show. The three fucking Lynch kids now. Three fucking Lynch kids on this fucking show. So you get you get three of them. And none of them are like stand out all good, especially this go, last go, one. This go, kid fucking go. Henry sucks balls, sucks as much as Gimple and fucking Kang put together, right? But no, he gets a job because his brother had a go, job, because go, his sister go, did a go. good job. Like that gives him the ability to fucking act too. It's such fucking go, bullshit. Go, the same go, thing. Go. 
all the fucking writers out there who have struggled and toiled in school or not in school, dropped out of school, but still write, that still write and still do not, will never be discovered, will never be fucking public, will never get a job doing what they want, doing what they love, writing for a television show or movies or scripts or any of that shit. And they will never, the shit will never see the light of day because for some fucking reason the industry still gives hacks like those fuckers jobs and puts them in positions of power and has the rest of the fucking industry tell them what genius they are and how did you do such a great job and fucking that shithead in his show fucking afterwards fucking blowing hot smoke up both their fucking asses every time anybody walks out of out and sits on that fucking couch it's absolutely fucking disgraceful and it makes and, and basically it's telling each and every single one of you us us viewers that we're all fucking idiots and you will eat and you will swallow and you'll drink every last piece of fucking diarrhea in the cup that i put in front of you and you will like it and you will thank me for it because there's nothing else on television for you to watch that isn't just as shitty oh my goodness hell yeah joe Thank you so much. We get the we get the walk and David. The, I don't know how to I, I don't know how to top that Joe. But thank you so much. <laughs> Fucking a that is that is uh, the Joe rant. Please timestamp that uh, broke for me. Please <laughs> please send me the send me that a private talk. message on Discord so we can. I don't play even that know if any of that made sense. I think I blacked out. In the <laughs> middle That's somewhere. fine, Joe. That's fine, Joe. That <laughs> that and your Negan one for a couple weeks ago. I think that was uh, that might be uh, that might be on our all time Joe rant list. So we're so we're making sure that uh that we make this last podcast count like uh, like the walking david is out there right the walking david you're going david. through this right now you went david. to school you did you you went to school to be a filmmaker an actor a, a, a director he's actually doing a, it you know he's on he, sets and you're he's out doing it. he's out there doing it, doing it. he's in there, there working you hard moved to fucking hollywood you make movies you make film yeah. you're living your fucking dream he, and you're we're living vicariously through him fucking talented than half the people we see hire the walking david in movies Pat. you should be doing you should be in the positions and people like you uh the, the the guy that you made that you made a movie with like a year and a half two years ago you blew up a fucking trailer uh i watched almost all the stuff that you put out about it i, I follow a lot of the imdb shit i look up all the movies and stuff i forget what the kid's name is a good friend of yours uh you do you do your uh, your podcast with them, I believe, too. Like you guys are, are creating, and you're doing it without budgets, without fucking Hollywood backing. And what you do is far better than half the shit that I see on television. But your chances, your chances, even with all the fucking hard work, your chances get shorter and shorter every time one of these motherfuckers puts another lintz on television because the last <laughs> lintz did a good job well i know i'm using lintz as, as oh as, yeah leave the as a whole like the proverbial lintz joe wants david in doggy style is the position that i want him in uh, ha hashtag david agrees with us hashtag hire, hire the walking david. david uh rdo quoting the joe rant drink every sip of the cup of this tire here i said before you david we do appreciate you we live vicariously through you and both hope 
you hire us one day when you're uh, when you're a position of power. But no, yeah, I got a I got a position for you on my staff. Oh yeah, Joe wants you right on his staff, baby. So it's not about ta- it's not about talent. It's about nepotism. Exactly why I'm trying to get nepotistic with David. So he so he pokes through now. You're preaching to the choir, motherfucker. So uh, we get Jay. Let's get another message for uh, for for from Jay. This is directly to you, Joe. This is this is uh, this is a message for you. This question is for Joe. If uh, if Phil said, "Hey Joe, you can have 100% say if we keep if we're gonna keep doing these recaps," would they keep getting done, or would you just say, "Fuck it, we're not doing them anymore"? The Walking Dead. And if that were true, would you stop watching the show? Like, do you still like the show enough to keep watching it on your own? Without having to do these recaps. So, so Joe, I, you right, you already answered the question a couple of times, but let me set this up a uh, little here's bit. Here's the thing: I'm it, am, I for, am I for? Am I forcing? I'm the one that has to sit there and take notes. For, for, to be fair, if I said to Joe tonight, you need to take notes of The Walking Dead. Let's switch this. Which up. you have, and I have. I have a couple of times. You have. And look, I, at, look at, look at, look at! I got notes from an episode right here, sitting no, next to me. This is uh the trash peeps, really. Negan gets his own self chapter, really. Our way of talking. See, like I have taken notes in the past, right? But no, uh, no, 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 but but in fairness, Joe, do I force you to watch The Walking Dead? Would you? No, no. I still, I would still be watching. We're it. not I, quitters. I watched it from the beginning. We're not quitters. Like, uh, if if the. The point in which a show loses me is anytime in the first season if it starts to get ridiculous and stupid and there's enough moments where I'm like, ah. And a Thank lot you, of times Dave. it happens in episode one where I'm like, Thank oh, you, broke. I, no, no, that, that's not going to happen. I, that He should be dead. No, I, I'll, I'll quit right then and there. If I make it through a season, if I make it through that season, I've I've quit shows on episode one of season two before. Yeah, that that's but fair. I'm making three or four seasons. I'm pretty much stuck. Yeah, me too. And I and I'd say usually if I get past the first couple of episodes of a show, I'm gonna watch probably all of it through through bad and good. Um, a side note: the Michael Douglas Alan Arkin Netflix show. I breeze through all eight episodes of it. It's a little sad and, and depressing at times, but it's also very good. It's a pr- pretty good watch. That Captain Kirk movie, what is it? Um, old uh, Outlaw Kingdom. Outlaw King, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bloody Talker wanted us to do a review. Did you yes. watch it? I watched it. I are watched you, it. Are you ready? You yeah, you want to do it? Castlevania. People okay. Wanted it cool, too. cool. Uh, do, we need to do some Joe, Joe Dirty Locks Alone reviews here. So maybe we'll do this Not at the end. Getting the debt. <laughs> Not maybe we'll talk about it a little bit at the end here. Maybe. So uh, so let's zip through this, and then we're gonna play Walking David's message, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about some other subjects here at the end of this podcast, since it's our last podcast in the Red Room. So we come back in with our busted violin. We talk more about the Neanderthals and all of that shit. Yes, we're still there. Michonne's like, really, dude? You're carrying musical instruments? She she talks like Joe Dirty Locks here. In that cave, they found a 40,000-year-old flute. A flute? Yes. Yeah, a flute. Yeah. And then they realized that maybe ancient humans didn't defeat Neanderthals. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we, we we know we already talked all about this. So then we get a brief fight scene where Michonne 
stalls but gives them all their weapons as the walkers come in and they run but she's like that doesn't give them their weapons it all comes down will you give us our weapons will we give us our weapons will you give us our weapons and then they finally get their weapons as they get into team formation and we see what this new group can really do we see them all set up in their positions with the archers and the slingshots and then the one dude that the big handsome dude that's that's the melee it's like they're on a they're like on a wow raid and we get the uh, we get the, uh, the the tank in there battling the big the big dude and then we get the uh, we get the the little uh, the rogues scattering through with the the arrow shots and then we get the uh, the the mages so the mages in the back shooting the fucking the uh, like why the, wouldn't you Im immediately distribute those weapons at that point no but but Michonne waits for for dramatic effect <laughs> she totally waits for dramatic effect it's a bit like I'm because waiting here's the thing everybody take your weapons. And afterwards, why wouldn't they all gave them up in the first place? What they're not going to give them up? Then you're just going to leave them there, like you said you yeah. would in the first place. Give me place. a fucking break. You're going to give them back to them the day before you gave them the option. Have your weapons back, and we leave you here. Don't take your weapons back, and we take you to the hilltop. But now, now that there are zombies about to eat us, you still can't have your weapons because I don't trust that you're going to give them back, and maybe you're going to try to kill me with them. What's the reasoning? for not giving them the weapons there because you still say to them if you don't give them back to me you don't go further joe i have your answer again it's dramatic effect they needed to, they needed <laughs> stupid. to they it's need, stupid. dramatic effect joe they fucking needed to do it's it stupid it's what should have so happened stupid. is one of them should have gotten eaten stradivarius fuck when he's playing with the fucking doors instead of just running the fuck away <laughs> He should have been fucking eaten, and they all should have turned around to Michonne and beat her fucking brains in for not giving them the weapons. Or they should have said, good, did you see? He's got a backpack full of fucking musical instruments on. Kill him. He's fucking holding him back. Okay, so uh, Aaron is the master of playing the skin flutes with audio. Uh, the, why didn't Sadiq give up that stupid flute? He will eventually. This one time at band camps with Mike. I, If they got get their weapons earlier, there's no rush. Just kill them all. So we get into this whole action scene where they, we get the car barricade where uh, Stradivarius guy is useless, but he just like walks through the zombie apocalypse with never what, in danger for a second. You never feel like... Th that's what the big problem with this action scene was. I, it's not that I didn't like it. I just never felt like anyone was in danger at any Nobody point in time. Never in danger. It just seemed... This is what I want to see. I want to see someone go, you know, the random walkers walking by, right? And you know how they're always like, they either ignore it or someone's like, I got it. And they go and they stab the one or two walkers. I want to see one of them slip and get bit immediately. That would be an interesting touch. But I do, I will add that I did like the use of all the weapons in, in a sand snakey ninja turtle way. I thought it was stupid. I I thought it was kind of cool to see the slingshots because 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 who who handed out the weapons right dude dude handed out the weapons and he handed them all the right fucking weapon like he didn't hand the bow to the little kid and the slingshot to the to the to the deaf girl yeah and then oh, they, and then the there was that girl. moment where they that's, to, to, that... to the white girl you know to the to the bitchy girl no no. Everybody got the exact weapon they were going to get that they that they were good at. Like he distributed them just fine, no fucking problem. Like uh just it's just like they all got ranged weapons first off, except for uh 
Magna. That she's she has knives. She's right. She's close up. She's another Mel. She's the she's the rogue. I I, 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 I forgot. She's the rogue. So uh, in in our little group. What Joe described is basically how Carl got bit. Blue Steel says the walkers are roaming around the background, not even yeah, walking I guess towards. Yeah, Carl got bit. And Blue Steel makes a great point. The walkers were roaming around the background, not even walking towards the characters. We have a message from the Walking David coming up pretty soon. We're gonna play that at the end once we're done with our recap, as we're getting close to the end of the episode here. Uh, so our new team is on. We get the slingshots, which seem to work, and then we get the uh, the the one uh, Jack dude who the walkers don't bite, and then we see the car barricade, and then the friends show up as the walkers, and Michonne's, Michonne ends up helping out eventually. And then Manga cries as she sees the walker show up of the guy that they were looking for earlier in the episode, and Michonne kills him for him. And for how him. does Michonne know that's him? Uh, because it's a fresh kill? Okay. I don't know. It was a little weird. There was a little weird transition where she's like, I assume this is your friend, and I know zippity-doo-dah, zippity yeah. David says in the live chat, oh, says this was the same group that attacked y'all before. And like, how do you know? And she looks at the, the shirt and then they all start crying. And that seemed very, it was, it was a weird me. transition, Joe. It was definitely a very weird transition. David there says no need for that. It was stupid. David in the chat says, dude, if Michonne didn't cut the instrument, instead, the guy told her, told that stupid, inspiring story about music only to later use the instrument as a weapon to kill a walker. Now, that is a sick decision. If ultimately that drink, ultimately, if if he used the if he used Stradivarius to kill a walker to save Michonne's life at some point in the episode. It's a little on the nose, but for the Walking Dead right now, that would have been actually really effective. If if, yeah, if but the, that's also tropey too. Yeah, but if it's tropes can work if it's if the execution is good. Right. Apparently, not many zombies have ugly shirts, so she so it stood out to the target. Clean day. shirts. Clean shirts. Ish. Cleanish shirts. Who is this Rick level cute guy with the group? Yeah, and and uh, that's what I'm talking about. The uh, the the guy that handed out the weapons. Yeah, the uh, the 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 fucking. Are they clean? The, the clean is a whistle. The tank. I'm I'm calling him Tank for now. Is my is my is my fill in name for him at the moment. So. Okay, so then Michonne says, uh, okay, Michonne kills. So then we come back to Carol and Daryl and new Carl, and I mean Henry, and she slept fine as they wake up the next morning. How you doing? Everyone slept fine. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And no orchestration in this episode. This was a scene that remi- that I was most distracted by how quiet it was, where you can you. just hear everything in the background. It's boring. You ready to go in about 10 minutes. So we go to Michonne and her crew, and she gets a speech now, too. It's time Smiles for... Smiles from Carol. <laughs> Smiles from Carol as Michonne gets a speech. Everyone gets a speech. You get a speech, I get a speech, everyone gets a monologue. And we finally find out where Maggie left, where Maggie went. Maggie left somewhere far away to a new community with Georgie and Michonne. Can you just go up to Oceanside, maybe? No, she maybe, but she, no, some new community that's far away with Georgie. She's done. She's gone. That's it. Done. Finito. Disappear. Done. Maggie's gone. That's it. We don't need to explain the main fucking character from season fucking two. What did that happen to her? No, no, she's she's gone off screen. So 
Because because as Joe said earlier, you needed to put more Negan time in the last episode and you couldn't have actually said a proper goodbye to Maggie as well. That Maggie deals with the Rick Grimes disappearance when she finally comes to grips with with what he did was right with the Negan situation. You spent all this time with this Maggie building up that she needs to take a chance and kill Negan because uh, she believes what Rick did was wrong. She comes to Negan, gets ready to kill him, realizes what a pathetic mess he has become with what Rick did to him and, and, reali and realizes that Rick did the right thing. She comes to save Rick in the moment of fucking horror when Rick's about to die and everyone comes together and this is the last time we see Maggie when she comes to face everything and she saves the day. Rick dies. So instead of ever dealing with what Maggie dealt with, a main character from season one, we instead do a six-year time jump where we completely disappear from her and have her disappear off camera to another community across the fucking country somewhere else to never be seen again or talked about again in The Walking Dead. I know, I know uh, Joe disagrees with me that we're going to see her again, but I do not think so, except for maybe in the last episode. I think this is a horrible way to take a character Oh, off. Georgie's the white, the, the girl with the books and the records. She went to go join the, and they were even like, we could have a place for you, Maggie. Poor Maggie. Poor, poor fans of Maggie that have to, or that have to deal with this as the exit of their favorite character. I think that, I think that's what it comes down to here. Because whatever, look, like when it comes down to the actress, the actress wanted off the show. The show wanted to fuck the actress here, so they both win. She's off the show. She's in working in movies. She was working on the show for a long time and got to all, now gets to show up at all those convention stuff for the rest of her life and for whatever it's worth, whatever. But for the people that were fans of the character and and were into the character, this is one of those cases where the fans get fucked here because they invest into a character when you watch a show and then to have the character go out in a fashion like this. And again, I'll hold up and maybe it's like canceling a season halfway through. Yeah. It's like my, it's like my so-called life fans have to deal with this shit or freaks and geeks fans where shows like that end on these cliffhangery kind of finishes where they should continue, but they don't because the shows don't get picked up and they end up ending on shitty ends. Quantum leaps. Another example of that. Yep. But, okay. Phil, you say that Maggie had a huge fan base. Fuck no. And it's No one cares about Heath. I wouldn't be surprised if fans were like, who is that chick again? Oh, wait. Uh, that's not Tara. Uh, left a long voicemail about the instrument. G can't wait to listen to... Excuse me. Can't wait to listen to it, David, and be done with... Excuse me. This recap. <laughs> so we go over to Michonne and crew, and she's got a speech. She... Sadiq is like, Maggie left. And the new community, as we mentioned, and some people come with spears and they're like, Hill we're from uh, Hilltop. We're the centuries of Hit Hilltop. And it turns into it, it turns into a medieval show for a second here. And we find out that Rosita is there injured, as we already know. And Michonne decides, OK, I'm going to go to Hilltop anyway. And they head out to see Enos the penis. Then we come back into Daryl and Carol, who's back with Henry greeting Tara and we get we find out that Henry has a crush on Enid. Daryl and Aaron talk about how they're going to go find Eugene. And then at the end of the episode is basically everyone getting together. Daryl's dog heading off like ghost. Can game? Can Walking Dead want to be Game of Thrones more? When they try to get these deep scenes and focus on these characters and even have the dire wolf run out ahead like ghost. I like ha Harry's like Henry's like, oh, OK, I'm going too. 
It's like, uh, and then Carol's like, no, no, no. It's your first day of summer camp. We're going to get you settled in, sign you up for your, 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 uh, bunk. It's like, kid, you don't know how they communicate in this town. You don't know any of their signs. You don't know any of the terrain. Mm. You only know fucking Daryl and barely anybody else. Like, stay. Kid, you ain't going fucking anywhere. You ain't leaving the fucking hilltop. You're only here for one fucking reason. Learning blacksmithing. That's it. If he leaves these walls, I come back and I burn the fucking farm fields. Yeah. You understand? That, like, that and flirting with Enos the penis. That is your only job. Right. Will we see Negan next week, Joe? I don't care. <laughs> Actually, I do care. I hope not. You're, as far as I'm concerned, he's dead in the cell. He's a, you're uh, telling me that this episode was wouldn't have been better if we get at least one scene with, with Negan somehow? I'm just trolling you now. Why have, have I'm you trolling heard you. him say anything new. Okay, Joe, are you ready to get to some voicemails here? <sighs> Give me the VM. Okay, let's get to that. Let's get to that. Let's get some VM going on here. Wait, uh, first of all, let's get some messages from this guy right here, the walking motherfucking David. Let me put some screen up so I can do some hippie activities. And let's play, uh, should we play the older message first? We're going to play the oldest message first. And we got two messages from David and two messages from Jay. If anyone else wants to call in, now is the time. 781-990-8509. I might send you off to voicemail if you call in but uh, while I'm playing the message. But here we go. Here is David's message right now. Hey, what's up, Joe and Joe? It's The Walking David. Yeah, the thing that I said in the chat about Tara <laughs> asking, uh, is that a letter from Maggie? And Jesus was like, yep. That is such lazy fucking writing. And the fact yep. that, like, I completely agree with Joe. The fact that they completely steamrolled over the fact that Lauren Cohan was also, sorry, Lauren Cohan was also leaving the same episode is just stupid, you know, because if you're if you're going to advertise that the lead is leaving, why wouldn't you advertise that the other lead is also leaving? Because I'm sure there are a lot of people who took that as a real fucking nut punch when they tuned in because they're like, well, at least we have Maggie. Oh, wait. And I mean, that's like if Jesus turns to the camera in like episode 15 and goes, oh, my God, everybody gather around the fire. I got a letter from Rick. Don't worry, guys. I think he's okay. It's covered in blood, but don't worry. Uh, uh, You know, it's just the dumbest fucking writing, but uh, I agree with you. It was a boring fucking episode. Even I can't make an excuse for that. So don't worry, Joe. I'm not giving this one an 8.5 out of 10. I really don't have that much to say. Uh, Just... Do all the ranting for me, okay? Love you guys. Done. Yeah, this is a hard – David, no doubt. This is one of those episodes that's, four out of ten. that's difficult to talk about. I was I was not eagerly anticipating coming out. I'm always eagerly anticipating coming out here and talking to Joe. But I'm not – this episode, I was like, uh, I don't really want to come out here and talk about yeah, this. Like, this is going to be real quick, Joe. Meanwhile, two and a half hours later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we haven't got into what we really want to talk about. Okay, let's listen to uh, Jay's couple of messages, then we'll listen to David's second message. Here we go. Let's get a message from Jay. Who's leading the group if uh, Rick and, Mich- and, uh, and um, Maggie aren't there? Is Daryl and, Mich- and Michonne? Uh, G- Michonne and Jesus. It seems like that Michonne is leading the oh, Alexandria okay. group. Jesus is leading Hilltop. And we don't know about Oceanside yet. 
and the saviors are dissipated, and Ezekiel is still in charge of the kingdom. Leading the group. And uh, we got one more message from Jay. When it really comes down to it, Maggie should have just died with Glenn. Like, Maggie and Glenn should have just died together. Like, that's what really should have happened. That should have been, that would have been the best. Rather than you make Maggie watch Glenn's brains get bashed out, and then you silence her screams by immediately having her brain, her pregnant baby carrying brains bashed out instead of abraham instead of abraham that would have put everybody's fucking jaw on the floor that would have made that's the death of love right there not just the death of a loved one because you can move on you can love again but that is the absolute death of love of 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 the hope of a new family of new life that's that's not just one of the two sides of the love being killed that's the entire love being murdered right there that is the only way two deaths or that scene becomes impactful. Good call, Jay. And finally, let's listen to what... And, and another reason why that's a good call, Jay, is because it completely eliminates the next uh, season and a half of completely dragging her along to end up doing nothing with her at all. To make her balk when, when, she's, when she's finally going to pull a fucking carol you make her balk. Ooh, Atari Dad says they uh, hash. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, they filmed Maggie getting killed. It got leaked. And uh, let's listen to one last message from The Walking David. And then Joe and I are going to talk about a couple things. And then we will call this a stream. So uh, let's go. Hey, what's up, fellas? Sorry to leave you a second voicemail, but in regards to that Stradivarius Whoa, idea yeah. that I had, don't be asshole. you. Fuck How you. Could you leave us more what than the one? fuck, you piece of shit? What? The, what is me. with you and your comments? Don't oh fucking God. join in our discussion, you piece of shit. We don't want to fuck. Oh, what the? Fuck? Who do you think you are? What the fuck? You think we care? You fucking <laughs> two messages. What an asshole. And not for the people who didn't see it in the chat, I suggested that. After the guy had the inspiring thing, story about the Stradivarius, he ends up having to use it to kill a walker and, like Phil said, to, like, save Michonne's life or something like that. The reason that that would be impactful, although oh, be no, a the, little bit trophy, is sorry. due to the fact that it shows what... Sorry, uh, David, to cut you off here, I'm going to rewind you because I want to hear what you said for real. Uh, Atari Dad says, no, they filmed her getting killed at the end of season six with the Negan situation. Oh, very interesting. I love how Michonne's got Enos the penis, the uh, using the using the uh, emojis, the uh, the cucumber emoji for penis. Enos the penis. I love it. Enos the penis. Yeah, but you should be ashamed of yourself, David. But to kill a walker, and like Phil said, to like save Michonne's life or something like that. The reason that that would be impactful, although be it a little bit trophy, is due to the fact that it shows what this world makes you have to do, that you have to sacrifice the things that you love sometimes just to survive. Because Michonne could relate to that because her katana is the very thing that cut off fucking Herschel's head. And then she ended up having to stab his walker mouth-moving head with it and kind of suck it up and has to live with that. And those are the types of moments that you still need in the show. Although we shouldn't even have that scenario in the show due to the fact that we shouldn't still be figuring out how people 
struggle and the apocalypse right now. It's like it's right. been fucking 10 years for everybody. Yeah. It's not different for some people. It's not like, you know, like the walkers didn't affect people for eight years. And just now Magna and her her Mandy Bear of Men or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what I just said right there. I fucked up. But <laughs> the Mandy Bear of Men? Mandy you know, Bear of Men. Like they just now started running into walkers, although they act like they've never run into any in their you know. life. The speech that the guy gave about the instrument was something you should have heard in season one, not in season fucking nine. All right, end of voicemail. I agree, David. That's very well put. Yeah, well, per- perfect, perfect voicemail. So our next week is our mid-season finale. I'll be doing the recap from my phone in my living room, probably just on for a half an hour or so, talking quickly about the episode. It will be uh, be prop just uh, the. The only episode, unfortunately, that we do like that and probably do the Vikings episode like that. And uh, I guess we're starting to sort of wrap things up. But I do want to talk about a couple things. I know Joe's probably eager to run out, run outside and eat a sandwich. Uh, But they did. I do want to kind of change the subject here a little bit and go over to uh, Game of Thrones and talk a little bit about some Game of Thrones stuff. Now that we have a little bit of information about about Game of Thrones, uh, Joe, they announced that Game of Thrones is coming out in April. April. D- Last April? No, this coming April. This ga- April oh. 2019 is the new season. 2020, you're sure? No, 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 2019. It's actually, we're almost in the same year that Game of Thrones is coming out. What is this Game of Thrones you are <laughs> it is talking a, It's about. a decent show. I have a memory of something. Was it a, a, an album? No, 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 no. A CD? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a television show oh. that, that we've got six episodes coming at the end of April. Are you excited now that we I'm actually... I'm very excited. I need to know the exact dates. Uh, I have three of those off. I need to... Yeah, we, we need to make sure Joe is off for all six. For, I need to put in paperwork now, six months before. What do you think about the... Sure I have all six of those Sundays off. What do you think about the fact that they're not telling us when in April? Like, isn't that like, just tell us the fucking date. Why? Yeah. Wh- April. Okay. Like What assholes? Like, Wait, th- I need to know. Is it April 1st? Is, is it April it, 30th? Or, or let, let's look at, let's look at the calendar here. Or I'm going to, I'm going to pull up a calendar here. So let's we, we know it's, we know it's a Sunday, right? We know it's, we know it's, it's a, a Sunday. It's, we know Sunday it's a Sunday. Is, is so let night. me go. Let me go. It's February, March. I'm still, I'm still scrolling through a lot of months. Okay. We're here. We're here. So do, is it going to be April 7th, 14th, 21st, or 28th? The 21st of April is Easter Sunday. So we have a holiday mixed you can in. can eliminate there. that. So it's not going to be on Easter Sunday. You don't think they're going to say they're not going to play two episodes and then take a week break or one episode and then take a week break. So they're not going to do that. So is it, but I've also heard that someone said this or are they to extend it to seven weeks? No, it's maybe, maybe, or they're just going to show an episode on Easter. They're Uh, not going to show it. Oh, they did it with father's day. They're not going to show an Easter unless there's going to be, some sort of like the Father's Day episode, Tyrion kills his dad on the toilet. Right. That's kind of po, I guess. So, but, uh, so four twenty one two thousand nineteen. Uh, Easter's what about the uh, rising? Right, Jesus walking out of the cave. 
Zombie Jesus, that's Easter. Zombie Jesus, that's so, e that's Easter. Uh, so, uh, so they already did uh, uh, the rising of John, so there's no big Easter shit. Unless they finally going to bring us Lady Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve. Stone Cold Stone Cold Stephen Stark. Stone Cold Catelyn Stark. Uh, so... What I what I think is interesting is I think there's a date that they need to be ready for the Emmys, which is before Easter, which is meaning they would have to start on like by the 14th or the 15th or something. So so I'm thinking that maybe they're going to start on on the 14th, but I don't know. It's why can't you just tell us the date? Now we're now we're just being those people that are over analyzing. The, oh, the, the the date. Why'd they pick this date? I don't like that they haven't told us April yet. Are they gonna So if your series starts, right? If your series starts before that date, then everything that ha that that is in that that season counts for the Emmy. So it starts on the fourth. They have to have your it's something has to start by the 20th. So we started on the 14th and then something that was aired two months later can count for the Emmy. As long as the season started, I believe that's bullshit. It's that's kind fucking of, bullshit. It maybe it's a little bullshit, but I don't know about that for a fact. My, my money would be on the 28th, but just because I would think they would start the week after April, but I guess what they're waiting for to tell us the date is dramatic effect again. And they're waiting for the trailer. When the trailer comes out is when we'll find out the date is. They'll put they'll pop that at the end of the trailer. Coming out yeah, yeah, April yeah. 14th or something. Agreed. But, Joe, out of the four Aprils, if you were a betting man, which I know you're not one to ever make a bet. See, I, thought, I thought that sounded good, but if they're going for that Emmy, if they want this on this year's Emmys. On that particular year's on Emmys. On that particular year's Emmys. Because if it's that close to the date, airing it after that date, puts it on the back burner for the next Emmy show. It becomes a year old at that point. You don't know, you don't, people don't remember it as well. So they're not as excited about it, but, uh, so here's the thing. If the, if they're going to not play on Easter, if there's an Easter break or there is, they don't want to put a show on Easter, be, then they're going to do it the week after, if they're going to, if they're going to take a week break or air on Easter, then it will start on the 7th of 14th. 7th to the 14th. So you think it's going to be one of the first two weeks of April rather than the first, the last two weeks? It all depends on whether or not they play. I don't think they're going to premiere it on. See, everybody's home. Family's together. Sunday night, Easter Sunday night, everybody's together. But everybody's got a full belly from dinner. Everybody's and they're passing out. It's like but no one's going to be passing out. It's, game of, it's game of Thrones. At 11 o'clock at night. You ate a four with the fucking family. You ate fucking oh, 12 someone, pounds of fucking chocolate. So your head fucking got lightheaded. Someone said like I'm light. wrong. And the cutoff for the Emmys is in June. So if that's a factor, so, yep, it's 28th. No, uh, week after Easter. 28th. Last week of Easter. If, it's, if the Emmy Last thing. Last week of April. If I've gotten wrong information and the Emmy thing isn't a factor, then it's going to be the 28th. And it's going to be the last possible day in April that they can be. And it's going to be April, May, Game of Thrones. It's going to be April into May. It's going to start. Ah, good call, champions. What are the other shows on HBO at the time? Those will have to end. Whatever's it, got its time True slot Detective, True Detective Season 3 is the, new, is the one that's coming out. I believe that starts in January. And I do want to do that with Joe. Uh, we, or I liked True Detective 1 was amazing. I could True not Detective get through 2. Bond was 
not as good. I could not. I can't get through anything no with Vince Vaughn. It's not as good. bad as Vince Vaughn's Psycho, which was the most pathetic thing ever put to film. But, uh, but, uh, but I do want to watch True Detective season three, and I don't think we might not do by the episode, but I think Joe and I will at least talk about it because I think I'm going to at least try to watch it. It's Maybe. gonna if if it's we'll, if we'll it's do the premiere episode. Season one, it'll be an episode to episode worthy. And it's, I mean, I think it's going to be made good. I think they really want to make the season really well done. And I, and the person show running this season had done a lot of episodes of Better Call Saul in the Breaking Bad universe. So it's connected to the Vince Gilligan tree. So I'm very curious to see this season. I'm, I'm very, be episode worthy. I'm very excited. So we're, we're going to do the premiere. I will say that, that we're going to do the premiere of season three of True Detective and go from there. Yeah. No commitments. No commitments, yeah. Because uh, we don't want to get another Mayans on our hand here. We were like, oh, we're going to do it. Oh, we were so it. psyched for that. We're... I watched a couple more episodes on my own, and then I was just like, oh, I can't watch this no, shit. And I gotta, it's I gotta, so not compelling. I got to say that I'm glad that that show got an audience, but I'm not the audience. I'm not either. I'm not either. It's 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 poorly done. It really is. It's uh, it's Kurt, Kurt Sutter. He had good things with that shield. Uh, and and Sons of Anarchy was really good for what it was at the start, and it got really fucking shitty by the end. And I'm sorry, but your next project follow up was fucking trash, dog trash, dog dog trash, bastard executioner. And I couldn't tell if you if you made it dog trash on purpose so you could get back to trying to run this uh, Shield Sons of Anarchy Mayan universe that you've put you put together for yourself. But the Mayans, the way you have written this, the way you started it off, the 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 start with the with the club that you're using, it's uh, it's bad, Kurt. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not it's not a winner. We will also cover it's old mediocre TV at best. We will also cover old shows. Uh, CW Tom shit. Blue Steel says, "Amen." Mayan sucks. It's mediocre mediocre drama and zero comedy. There's no sense of humor to it. And I think what yep. made Sons of Anarchy great was its sense of humor. Humor, and also what made uh, the Shield great was its sense of humor. And that vibe mixed with that, Mayans takes itself too seriously. And I'm not a particular fan of it. It's horrible. Joe, you said you watched two Netflix series. I mentioned I watched. Just what are the odds? What are the odds that this dude? is in a biker gang whose ex-girlfriend marries the leader of the fucking cartel that the biker gang was forced into working with by the other Mayan motorcycle crew 400 miles north of them. Like, what? What fucking universe does that shit happen in? Have a good night, 1998 champions. Joe, you mentioned you watched a couple of Netflix series. You watched Castlevania. What was the other one you said you watched? The movie uh, Outlaw King. Okay, Outlaw King. First off on Outlaw King, what did you think of that? It was fantastically put together movie, visually stunning in both its cinematography and wardrobe. Uh, writing and dialogue was fantastic. Basically, it is Braveheart Part 2, What Happens Next. Electric after, Boogaloo. Right? So it's Robert the Bruce's story and shit like that. Um, Fucking kennedy's 
<laughs> and so, sorry. Uh, he, he did he did a movie. The guy who played Rob the Bruce in Braveheart did an HBO movie called The uh, Rat Pack where he played Peter Lawford and he has a fucking my cousin Alan and I who won the music Rawr, trivia thing. Geez. We used to just quote uh, that line back and forth in Braveheart. Fucking Wallace. Fucking Kennedys. Fucking Wallace. <laughs> fucking Kennedys. So, so that being said, it has its mo and the action's good. Uh, but it has its moments where it feels kind of slow. Mm. Um, Phil, we want those moments pay off shortly after. Mm. But it, ultimately, it's it's it was that, that kid's a good actor. That dude's a good actor. Uh, Pine, Chris Pine. Pine. Yeah. yeah, Chris Pine's a very good actor. I, I love him, and those eyes are just fucking hypnotizing. Yeah, it's got a weird thing going on with his face. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I watched around. a little bit, of, but Chris, I'm a very big fan of Chris Pine. He's one of my favorite parts of those Star Trek movies, and I'm a, tre a Trek Trekkie, and I don't love those movies, but I think his take on Captain Kirk, because he's not doing a Shatner, he's really being himself and embodying an element of Shatner. I think he he's probably one of the best elements of those movies. Phil, we want another Oz review. <laughs> I, I might do some episodes of Oz or do season it's season about Naked Man. <laughs> Down on on on. And Joe. Secondly, and last for you, uh, what did you think of Castlevania? So, it's a good story. Uh, the animations have fun. a good night, Michonne. So you you were saying there's a difference between how uh, styles and animation, and you were talking about you really like the Batman. I didn't finish actually season two when I talked to you before. I realized that this morning I put it. It was like continue watching. I thought I can. I had two more episodes left to go. And oh, when okay. I was watching it afterwards, I realized that it's not as anime anime as much as I was saying. It is a really good mix of that Batman style anime, that almost more American style anime mm -hmm. that you happen to like a little bit more than like, say, uh, One Punch Man or Dragon right. Ball Z shit. Even though I have, I've been exposed to that <laughs> stuff, but, I, but yeah, that, I'm, it's I enjoy much that. more in a, in a Batman style than that traditional anime style but there is it's a definite mix-up of both styles it's done very well um when it's, it's there's the the writing and the dialogue is done really well too it does a good job of of being that like uh Dungeons and Dragons anime from like is, the 80s Joe is being about vampires is this the best video game yes. video game thing you've ever seen uh, video game cartoon spinoff or video video game visual medium store story yeah, it's much better than the mario brothers movies right yeah. it's much better than street fighter or mortal kombat movies some of the street fighter animes are pretty fucking good but that's beside they're the not bad they're not bad they're not awful yeah they're not they're not awful they're not awful in the mortal some of the mortal kombat stuff's are the mortal kombat movie one of the mortal one of the mortal kombat movies isn't bad is not awful makes... so one of the tomb raider movies is okay i guess so one of the reasons what makes wreck it this... ralph is amazing does wreck it ralph count but see the, here's the thing what makes this different and and kind of better joe i'm gonna run because... for a second i'll be right back take over yeah it has it takes the time because it's uh, uh seasons and not movies uh and but they're short like season one's like four episodes it's about two hours long so it's about a movie length um Season two, two, I think it's like four or five, six episodes, something like that. I'm not exactly sure of the count, but it, uh, it takes its time and it doesn't deal with 
too many characters. There's, you know, your core group and your bad guys. And does a really good job at telling its story. And by doing that, it keeps you compelled enough. Uh, I'd say it's worth a watch. It's definitely worth a watch, especially if you like anime um, or are a fan of the Castlevania series or you just like vampire shit. It's, it's worth a watch. There's some compelling characters, even though um, it's tough to give a lot of that expression sometimes mm-hmm. in animes. Now, uh, and I just want to get back on the subject of... So I'll definitely watch Castlevania, and that's awesome. Thank you for that stuff. What What is your people in the live chat? What are your favorite superhero... Or not superhero. What are your favorite video game to movie or television show adaptations? I think Detective Pikachu is something I definitely want to talk about. Uh, and I don't, I don't even know what that is. Detective Pikachu is a Pokemon. Uh, wh- what's your experience? Well, with I know Pikachu is a Pokemon. Wh- but what's your experience with Pokemon besides Smash Brothers? Do you have much? Ash. And so you've watched from, the an- you've watched originally the- when it first came out. So you watched, watched the anime. So you're you're a fan of like the first season, the Brock, Brock being obsessed with girl, like the first like the Indigo, the Indigo season, Indigo League season of. Pokemon Generation One Pokemon stuff. You're familiar with that shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Detective Pikachu. I almost want to make you watch it. Pull it up in your phone. Detective Pikachu is a new movie that's coming out, starring, I believe it's uh, Will Smith, one of Will Smith's kids. People could correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I will never watch this movie. Okay, but it's also starring Ryan Ryan Reynolds. I do- will still never watch. This doing movie. the voice of Pikachu. And as it's so Pikachu only ever fucking says Pikachu, but, but this, but, uh, the kid, the kid, so, the, the kid, so uh, the, kid hallu- the kid Reynolds to do it. The kid hallucinate that no one else hears him. Only one That's person so hears him. I hate, I hate this. This, <laughs> this is ridiculous. A stupid nothing. It's like who played the voice of Groot Vin Diesel. You had to go fucking hire Vin Diesel. You couldn't hire any fucking schmuck that needs a job in Hollywood, Joe, you got I, Vin Diesel to go. I'm groomed. In fairness, That's so fucking. In bullshit. fairness, in fairness, Joe, I, I I gotta say what Mike says. It doesn't it doesn't look horrible. I I don't want to play it because I don't want to get copyrighted. But the, are are you are you motivated enough to watch the trailer? <laughs> no. No. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> but you but you really don't care. If there was a list of things you could care as little of a shit about where's Pokemon on that list? Is it like, it's very, it's very high up on the giving two shits about giving two shits about, and yeah, you no, you don't see any Pokemon shit on my shelf behind me. And you don't care enough about Ryan Reynolds to be interested in this movie. I, on the other hand, am very interested in this movie. And Stephanie is obsessed with Pokemon still to this day. And I have a warm place in my heart for the first generation Pokemon. So here's the thing. I don't dislike the franchise. I don't, I just have no interest in it. No, I hear you. So I'm not, I don't care enough to hate it or rail on it or say it's bad. I understand what it is. It's for kids. If you were a kid or you were young enough to kind of enjoy it or at least veg out to it after school or whatever, I get it. There's all sorts of kids who love the fucking Power Rangers. They fucking 20 years later made a Power Rangers movie again with Walter White in it. 
right, but I'm sorry. I I could never I never liked it. I never sat down and was like, oh, this is compelling enough for me to watch a full episode. Like Okay. I, I'll I get see- it. You were four. It was it was karate. It was the best shit ever. I loved the movie American Ninja Warrior. I'm American Ninja. Sit down and watch it today. It's an awful dog shit movie with even worse fucking ninja action in it. Like, <laughs> but when I was a kid, it was the best thing since fucking Bruce Lee. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ian says uh, Ryan Reynolds is an overrated hack. I'm not the biggest Ryan Reynolds fan, but I do like me some Pokemon, especially early generation. And I will be seeing this movie in the theater because of Stephanie anyway. So I will sex toy cat again. I'll be definitely be talking about it. You talking about Ryan Reynolds, so I must ask uh, rapid thoughts on two guys, one girl, and a pizza place. I don't know if I've seen that. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Deadpool movies? Have you seen the Deadpool movies, Jeff? They're fucking awesome. Yeah, I th- that's my favorite thing Ryan Reynolds has ever done. The baby, the the man, baby legs was kind of. I didn't <laughs> like that whole part. I thought that was kind of stupid. It didn't make me laugh, and I wasn't like, "Oh my god, that's so weird and disturbing." Uh, I, think it, I felt like I, it was a ripoff of something else I had seen recent. Tim says, I'm with Joe. It's an all right show, but Pokemon really do nothing for me. Let's play a quick message for, from Jay before we call this night because I know Joe's probably itching to be like, end this fucking uh, podcast. The longer I stay on here, the, the, the longer it is. So I have to deal with Katie screaming at me about wanting cake. <laughs> If you just heard as she came up and screamed, she into wants the cake. I want cake. Ah! You can go. To, do you know where you should do? You should go to a convenience store and buy a cake mix and then make it up. I got a carrot cake mix right over there. Cook, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Whoa. I'm going to be in so much trouble for that. We're going to keep the podcast going. Keep the, <laughs> Joe literally just set up that we have to keep the podcast going a little bit. Why do you want a shot? Is that why you came over? You want some sweetness, baby? Okay, get some sweetness. Get some sweetness. Let's listen to Jay's message while you guys take a shot. That they get the show started so they can so they oh, let's can listen to, be let's re- eligible for this year's enemy. You get why it's so important that they that they get the show started so they can so they can be eligible for this year's enemy in the Emmys. I meant not like if they're not eligible for this year's Emmys, they go, "Well, you're too early for next year's Emmys too." So you're just not eligible for either one. They're either going to be eligible for this year's enemies or next year's enemies. And this past year, uh, they I think they won. Tyrion won for um for for best actor again, or best supporting actor. And I think the show won for be, for like you know, uh, best drama or you know best show or whatever. Like you know, like the like the big thing is so. I mean, it's not like they're hurting for Emmys. So. No, very fair. Uh, and uh, Mike says, I thought Katie was his caretaker, his sister. David says, say hi to Katie for me. I remember. I actually, I do remember that show. Too. I never watched it, but two guys in a pizza place or whatever that fucking shit was. I I remember. I remember that, that shit a little bit. Fucking A. So uh, let's see if we have any last minute calls. Okay, so... I am a, I will be seeing that movie. I'm generally interested. In it. I thought it seemed all right. I don't see what everyone's going crazy about it though, but I thought it seemed okay and silly enough that I would watch it. I would watch a a stolen cam version of it from an online site that I that I stole. 
So Jay says he left one more message. So let's see. Let's listen to one more Jay message and then call, I guess call start to wrap things up here. Yes, they need to go get Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel was the perfect choice to play the group to play Groot. When he says like in the first one, like he's sacrificing himself to save everybody, and he's like, "No, Groot," and like Rocket's like crying, "No, Groot, you'll die. Why?" And then he's like, "We are Groot." I had tears in my eyes. Vin Diesel was the perfect choice to play group. Yes, they needed to go get him. No, they couldn't give him to another actor here in Hollywood. They Only he could capture that moment. (laughs) Only the Diesel. The Diesel. Only the Diesel. Joe, what do you think about what Jay said there? Can only the Diesel. I can't disagree. You're so right. Only the Diesel. The Diesel. Only the Weasel. The Weasel. The Dim Weasel. The Dim Weasel. The Dim Weasel could fucking capture that that fucking line. You are so, any of those Groot lines. D- Din Weasel is the hero that w- this town needs, Joe. It is. So, uh, Mike says I will buy the th- the 3D Blu-ray Detective of Pikachu. Jay is pulling a David. <laughs> so, Joe. I know you don't always spe- I don't you you don't always come here. There's definitely been a couple of times where you oh wait, wait, let me let me play the music. Let me play the music. So Joe <laughs> you, you know you don't you don't often spend time here in the studio, but are are you gonna be all nostalgic for the end of no, not at all. this room? Burn it to the ground Burn it off no. the ground, move on. So as people know, this is the last. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I, I I I've been in that studio. We've tried to do a couple of podcasts together. For I think we did one. Yeah, it doesn't really two. work for two people. It's it's too tight. It's especially horrible. with all the shit. You not only want to use it as your studio for podcasting, you're trying to use it as a studio for other things as well, for yeah. your music, for your film work, for but Joe, uh, anything else. And there's not enough room for that for multiple people to be in there. So. You do need a new studio. I will not miss it. Yeah, it's 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 you need a sound booth to go with it, and you need to be doing your show from the sound booth. You need to get David out here to start doing some real engineering work and start doing some some you know getting his hands dirty, some real engineering work. Yeah. So uh, so oh, we have other engineers. We know other engineers. You can get to work a work a fucking table for you. Set our mics up. Get some monitors in there so we can you know you you're doing too much. You need to concentrate, focus. <laughs> Focus on the Thank hosting, you, on the notes, Thank you, on the Joe. entertaining, Thank and we you, need Joe. to get somebody else in here to be playing these little sound clips on the on the right cues, and 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 look at this up on the monitor, everybody, and cutting the cameras over to it and back that, and forth. Joe, I could agree. To free with you up to have some more creative free flow, you know. You tell the engineers what to do behind the scenes on the work up up to the to to the premiere nights and stuff, and then they do what you tell them to fucking do. Be the boss. Fair Joe. Wonderful bug. Great to see you. But this is our last podcast in the studio. We'll be in a new studio that won't necessarily be the same kind of thing. We're going to have a room where we have a couch, where we have a setup, where we can possibly have some more in-studio guests sometimes. But uh, Wonderful Bug says goodbye, Joe. After all these years, I've never set foot in the red room. I will not make the same mistake with the new studio. Hopefully, 
uh, you will be able to join us one time soon. We're going to have a couch set up in there so we can have guests and be able to have the same room where we have video games, live watches, all basically in the same room. And then we're going to have a secondary room where we have a green screen and then another room where we have a jam space all in the same basic area. So and what you're going to have to do, what you're going to have to do because you like to go do a little bit of this, a little bit of that sometimes. Get multiple show, cameras. And you're going to have to wire in some cameras. Yeah. So that when you get up and you have to go play drums for one of these motherfuckers on the wheel, you can just go right in the other room, hit the camera switch button, get the engineer, hit the camera switch button. Yeah, at this point, I'm probably still going to be the engineer too, but uh, but yes, I am going to have to do that stuff to get a couple of cameras to go all stretchy stretch. So uh, I will probably be doing some more live streams between now and the move, but just be doing them from the silly phone. Camera one, camera two. Camera one, camera, camera, one, camera, two, camera two. Camera two, camera one. <laughs> so goodbye, goodbye, mom's basement. Goodbye, the red room. Joe, our first podcast here was a Game of Thr- was not a Game of Thrones. It was a Walking Dead podcast. I believe it was season four, episode one. Three. Three. No, it was four. I think it was four, maybe five. I don't know. I don't know. Who fuck? No, it wasn't five. No, it was four. I think it was four. I'm pretty sure it was four. No, we were we were back to prison. We we we, no, we had we Michonne. Did a, we did a few episodes in, in uh, the kitchen though too here, but I think the first episode in the we, kitchen there. Yeah, the kitchen at my uh, the the place the the apartment I lived in. Like the first couple of Walking Dead shows we did were there, and then we took a long break and then came back and did a our first show back here, which was the beginning of the Terminus arc, I believe, whenever that was. So whoever gives a fuck, no one gives a fuck. We're going to have a little bit of a break for the next couple of weeks, but I'll be set up in the first around the first week of December and we'll be getting new speeds. So we'll be able to do a few more things, do some live video game streams that are a little bit more fun and be able to do it all from the same central location. The patrons, I will try to give you guys a lot of behind the scenes stuff as we try to set things up and keep you guys backdoor action for a little ba- little backdoor action for the patrons and damn i thought it started with the walking dead i thought it was better call Saul. uh not in this studio the the first podcasts that we breaking ever did on the channel were breaking bad uh then we did the walking dead second then game of thrones the first podcast that we did in this particular studio were the walking dead it just happened to we started the season before season four of Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead season that ended before Game of Thrones season four started is where we started. Mm-hmm. So whatever for, season of The Walking Dead. Because for recaps of Game of Thrones, we started right we in season four. Eight subscribers when I joined you. Yep. Something like eight. that. And now we have uh, close to around 17,000. So thank you to everyone that's joined us this whole time. We hope we can continue to grow and continue to push this with you guys and your help. Callie Callie, Tom himself, Mike, Iron Throne, Broke, or Fandom D. Saint, The Walking Fucking David, uh, who's going to be moving into my basement pretty soon uh, to be our engineer. Wonderful Bug, Cadigat, Atari Dad. Ellie, all of you guys and gals, thank you so much for Red Room Retrospective. We've done a bunch of seasons of Game of Thrones in this room. We did uh, Hard Home, I think, was a highlight moment in this room. And 
And at one point, eventually, someday, we'll always go back to listening to these podcasts and we'll always have the video. And hopefully, I'll have some pictures somewhere so we can always do a green screen and pretend we're here, back in here. But... (laughs) 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 So... Worst case scenario, hopefully I'll t- hopefully there's some pictures that we can exist or take some screenshots of some podcasts so we can pretend we're back in the red room at some point. Because I am going to have a green screen room. I just need to get some lights. Maybe Taka can help me with that and loan me some lights so we can make some silly videos as well. Uh, so... Z- Backdoor action. Get the shine box, motherfucker. Great jobs. Lift your drinks one last time for the mum's basement. Everyone, toast your drinks. I'm out of a drink. I need to get some more drink, but one more, whatever you're drinking. Cheers. Water. Cheers, for the, cheers for the mum's basement. We're actually going to be in the basement soon, which is, which is funny that we call this the mum's basement, but we're going to uh, – Actually be in a basement. Actually be in a basement soon. And yes, I'm going to have a green screen room that I'm going to set up to do some pre-recorded videos and hopefully some live stuff too with green screen. But at least definitely some pre-recorded stuff. Uh, Get Joe over and... I got a green screen that I I got that just slides in behind me. Yeah. Never set it up though. Yeah. Maybe Maybe I'll borrow that. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. Like I know how to set the green screen up. I just don't know how to do any of the stuff that, you know. We'll we'll figure that shit out and definitely do some cool stuff in that room. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a sex basement. It's gonna be fun. Is the new? So it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, what's her name's? East Coast Dungeon. Oh, Timo's East Coast. Timo's East Coast Dungeon. Yeah, Timo <laughs> will be renting out space in the dungeon. As she always does. So, Joe, will this new room have a Funko section? I don't know. Maybe the people. No. Who buy, maybe the people that who buy your house will be fans and let you do the podcast from the red room. No, they're painting the red room. They're changing it all up. No they're, sandwiches allowed. No sandwiches allowed. They actually came into the house recently to do a quick little walkthrough and they demanded no sandwiches to be used in the house. You know what I did? I said, fuck you. And I started eating some more sandwiches just to go fuck yourself. So I still don't know how the new studio is going to be set up yet, Joe. It's a little weird because I have the the main room, which I theoretically want to have, have the desk where we have the podcast and a couch with a television to be able to watch things live and play video games live from the same table. So we're going to have an odd setup. When we start to move things in, I'm going to have you over and we're going to figure this out because I want to be able to easily have guests and have this shit together. We got to do this shit together and set things up. So, uh, so yeah. And yeah, there's going to be a room for that iron throne, of course. And anyone who, accidentally or on purpose checked out the live stream that Craig and I did with our new band two piece trip. And uh, Joe did a little design for us that we've, we showed on that's the thumbnail of that uh, video. Uh, But, but thank you for checking that out. We, uh, Craig and I did a live music thing on the channel on Thursday evening where we played our set for our first show. We, we, we streamed our practice and uh, we're going to set up our own YouTube channel and start streaming practices and do that a little bit more often. 
for people that are into that. But for some people that checked that out, we kept the video. The video is unlisted now. I was about to say, I don't see no video. No, it's unlisted. There are ways to find the video. I'm not telling you how to find it exactly because it's unlisted. We're not tight. There's a couple of fuck-ups, but we played live. And for the people that check that out, we really do appreciate that. And uh, there are ways to find it. I'm not saying telling you exactly how, but there are ways to find it. Yeah, I'm not finding it. Two, that didn't work. Two-piece bikini. You're going to record shit from the phone until then? Yes. This isn't the only time I'll stream in the next two weeks. Uh, or I'm moving on the 30th is moving day, Joe. Uh, so we're uh, – we're we're breaking things down tomorrow and I'm putting the whole studio in the box, but uh, we're moving on the 30th. So this week is Thanksgiving and then the following week I will be I will be packing things up and moving really quickly. I've been starting to move things in the basement uh, into the garage early. But I will still have sort of a portable studio situation. So I may do some actual streams. We'll see how things go. But mostly anything that I do between now and the beginning of December will be the silly, ridiculous phone streams with a selfie stick. And maybe we'll – and I got to watch Vikings because I don't have History Channel. Uh, we've disconnected our cable already. And I don't have History Channel. So I'll be stealing – Vikings and talking about that the next day, so maybe Joe and I can hang out and talk you about it. You don't need it. to steal it. You don't need to steal it. Oh, we'll figure it out. Just uh, download the AMC app and use my login information, dude. Excuse me, Phil. It's... Well, I guess you'd still be stealing it, but you don't have to like go hunting for it. Address for housewarming gifts. We have a PO box. That's uh, PO Box two thirty six Marble Marblehead Mass oh one nine four five. You can find that in the description box below or on Twitter. So yeah, if you want to send us any housewarming gifts, you can absolutely do that to that uh, to uh, that PO Box. Why I, didn't you use the pink? Why didn't I'm just noticing your Pink Floyd band history. Why didn't you use? Uh, I have a photo of Lee's. It was same, it was the, before the painting. It was before that came out, but it was uh, after that video came out, I believe. Huh? Did you? Oh, do oh you mean the uh, the one that was on my wall? Yeah, you got yeah the one I have a I have a picture of that. I didn't know you had a picture of that. I it's don't know on my had... Facebook page. I'm sitting. You're sitting. I'm sitting right next to it. Like, I have to look at this. I didn't know you had pictures of the old basement. See, we could use that Just for a couple. Just a couple. We could like, use that for a green screen for uh, the new studio. It's it's at an angle. You'd have to cut it and like blow it up or whatever. PNG is it doesn't all fuck up or whatever you got to do. But no, like, I, I there's at least I, one picture of I it. I can do that shit. Oh, yeah. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Fill in the motherfucking chat. Uh, maybe I'll do a live stream for my family's Thanksgiving for silly shit like that. But uh, but yes, I will be. we will be doing some streams between now and then. But starting with Vikings at some point, and then Joe and I really are starting to get a game into Game of Thrones. We're going to do something this week, and I guess we could maybe try to do something uh, before then, but I'd rather just wait till the new place and set that all up, and Joe and I are going to do a catch-up podcast where we talk about all the characters that uh, we didn't do individual podcasts on, and then we're going to anticipate the new trailer and the new images to come out and just be ready for things to get started as we're as uh i can't wait for that and true detective season threes as starting we're gonna get into watching that 
Matt's going to be coming over to do some more Soprano episodes. And Joe and I also want to get into talking some Star Trek The Next Generation for people into that leading up to Captain Picard. We'll pick some more silly shows along the way and taking requests and especially from our patrons and from our super chatters. So uh, Viking, too many Vikings. Yep. So everyone, I think now's a good a time as any to start to wrap things up one last time. Joe from the Red Room, thank you so much, buddy. You guys have been awesome. If you haven't already, please fucking like this video. You watch this shit, like the video. Hit the subscribe button too. Share the channel with a friend. Help us keep growing. We want to keep growing. You have a big YouTube creator you like, like a huge one, not necessarily in any particular community, just like some big motherfucker, and you think we'd be good doing a crossover with him, or you want me on their show, fucking spam them. Tell them. Tell them Phil sent you. Get me on there. Let me babble. Let's get more folks in here. That's the best way. Crossovers a pot can be a podcast, can be a YouTube channel, can be whatever. Help facilitate that because it's always better coming from a third party than me messaging someone privately. So, uh, anyone you know you want me to do a collaboration with, make it happen. You have a specific request for something you want me and Joe and I to do, email us at igotissuesman at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me at igotissuesman on Twitter. Follow Joe at DirtyLocks. Subscribe to Dirty Issues to watch Joe's streams and also some of my live video game streams and sometimes Taka pops up on there as well. Make sure you check out my Twitch channel, Fill the Issues Guy, to watch my Red Dead streams. Make sure you subscribe to The Walking David. Also, Fandom D. Saint. All of our good friends. Make sure you join the Discord. If you can find the link in the description box below to keep the discussion going. Make sure you, I don't know, keep helping us out. Keep helping us go. Keep the, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye, Joe.